Like my father, too. 
kiss. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Good Thursday morning. It is Friday Eve. Look at that. We are running through the week like there's no tomorrow. Oh, so much stuff to do before we start the show. I mean, I mean, honestly. Honestly. There's so much. Just stop this. Immediately. First thing we have to do is award listener of the day to the Warbird on a couple of fronts. Number one, he sent me a video yesterday. This video has gone ultra viral. It's a college baseball game. All right, so we'll, we'll play it out for you. Uh, this is North Central against Weatherford, top of the fifth, I believe. Or Yeah, top of the fifth. Uh, we got two outs, a strike on this young man who's a left-handed hitter. Here's the windup. Three one. Oh dear on. lord! Left center field. Oh, this one's going that for the thing is, oh, the wall. That it's thing is over the fence. It's a two-run tattooed home run to give the Lions the lead. There we go. All right, the hitter's rounding second, not showing up the pitcher North whatsoever the as he hits third. One. Oh no! The pitcher just oh, no. knocks the shit out of him. Dear that was God! Out of nowhere! My goodness! Goodness gracious! Oh my God! We needed Jim Ross on that call. I have put the video up for you to see. Yes, Battleborn in Nebraska. I have seen that one. Wow! <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Oh, you don't get to see that every day. Dude goes yakky and then gets dropped. I mean, that was big fly, big tackle. Man, we needed Jim Ross there. That was, that was great. He was broken in half. I don't watch baseball, but is that a legi- is that legal hit? No, quite illegal. First of all, he's blocking the base path, so you can call interference on the pitcher on that. Oh my God, that was awesome! Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it, so much to get to this morning. Let me get to the good mornings first, and, and then we can start like trying to battle away how we're going to start this show. Uh, first one here this morning. Whoa, holy crap! Oh my lucky. Braddy Kid is in the house. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass. Oh, Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, Arnie. Arnie, uh, world-famous ass family. Have a glorious day, everyone. And six years ago today, the artist formerly known as Prince passed away. Yes, I have my Prince T-shirt on. Today's music will be an honor. Of the legend of Prince Rogers Nelson. Probably the greatest performer of my generation. I got to see him live in concert once where we will go back to the Warbird, who is listener of the day. The Warbird, who went with a a, a large group of people, uh, and they were all dressed as pimps and hoes. That's back when the pimp and hoes parties were uh, really popular. They were sitting on the floor. 
Prince looked at Warbird and said, come on up. Warbird got to go on stage and dance with Prince, and Prince said, I didn't know Reno had pimps up in here. One of the, uh, I'd gone far too soon. He had major hip problems that addicted him to painkillers, and he died of an overdose, probably of fentanyl, because uh, he was ha- he had to get some, or his people got some off the streets. And and the really sad part about that is, I imagine that re- he really hated that. He really hated the addiction, um, due to the fact that he was. What, what what's that? Uh, what well, what was that cuckoo cuckoo one where they knock on your door all the time? Not the Mormons, you know what I'm talking about. God, I think my Alzheimer's is kicking in hard. Uh, Ratburger says, uh, "You need to tell us the inside joke between you and Braddy that my lucky stars and keep the ends off." Requiring minds want to know. Uh, no, the, the, the whole thing is with that one, she laughs at, she laughs so hard every time I played that, so I, I just make that her own little intro that she gets there. Uh, Jehovah's Witness, that's what it is. He was Jehovah's Witness. They're all against that kind of stuff at the end. Now, now that is not the only thing that happened on this day. This is a very popular day, and not for horrible reasons either. Let me, let, let, let me just tell you real quick. On this day... Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Oh, on this day in 1973, this song was number one. Oh, wait, that's not a good one, is it? I'm coming home, I've done my time. I've got to know what is and isn't mine If you receive my letter telling you I'd soon be free Then you'll know just what to do if you still want me If you still want me Oh, tie your ribbon round the old old tree Great song. I don't care what anybody says. That song kicks ass. Back to the good mornings we go. I'll infiltrate then other things here. Um, Stray Fires' family of Asnes unite. Behold, another wonderful show coming our way. Yes, it is, because Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be here today. Uh, Derek says, good morning, Ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Brady Kid says she graduated in 99. Shut up, punk. I graduated in 90. Good morning, y'all. We're on. We're Vegas bound. Good old Fred, Vegas bound. Well, Fred, uh, since you do have... A signal right now? We're going to do this in the middle of the good mornings. Are you ready for this? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I don't know if you're ready for this, but we have a new Ask Arnie song. And here it goes. The heavy set life is really laid back. Ain't much no heavy boy, he can't hack. It's early to eat, early to snack. Thank God I'm a heavy boy. Well, a simple little favor won't cause no harm unless I'm pantless on the farm. That's when they all sound the alarm. 
heavy boy. Well, you should just go and write me right now before I hear a growl, which means I just fucked the cow. Woo! Thank God I'm a heavy boy. Chicago. She she Nobody likes her. you. Yeah. You're a liar and a thief murderer. Is anybody really gonna be surprised when Mayor Lori Laughlin comes out as a trans? I'm not. Uh she sent me this video, a reporter just rips her apart. She say he pretty much calls her out about lying about how crime is down and the economy is well in Chicago. And how could, how did she have the gall to run for re-election? Oh, I thought it was fantastic, but you still can't figure out what the hell that thing is. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. Uh, look at that. You're out, sir. She says morning all. Battle born in the battle. What a concert in Reno. Oh, was that concert in Reno? Yes, that concert was in Reno. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve, Jehovah's, Jehovah's, Jehovah's. Oh, how I miss the 70s. Amen. Uh, Brett says, good morning, ass peeps. Douglas says, I graduated in 2004. Alicia graduated in 2004. Everybody did. Uh, Steph says, class of 2007, baby. Good Lord. <laughs> Rod says, Jesus, Steph, I've got bras older than you. <laughs> oh, man. Solid gold. That's what I like. Gold. This is great. Graduated 89. I graduated 90. Uh, my nine-year-old daughter is digging it. Good, good. good. My nine-year-old is digging it. Good. Uh, not daughter. You don't have any daughters. You have two m- masculine sons. Uh, well done, as King. Make your Grammy plans now. This is my new favorite, catchy and uplifting, and I will add to it. I will add to this song. Uh, and I want to say good morning, Corky, on this beautiful, beautiful day. Well, right back at you, Derek. Becca! 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 Straight Fire says 1987, fuckers. Battleborn says class 86. All right, good. I'm not the oldest one here. Uh, All right, what else happened on this day? Probably the most important thing happened on this day. The year 1836. 
What happened on this day? Well, in the middle of the battle for independence of the great state of Texas, this is where we first heard the cry, remember the Alamo. Because today was the day that the Texas militia under Sam Houston launched a surprise attack on the Mexican forces and captured the Mexicans, including Santa Ana. And Santa Ana was forced to recognize Texas as an independent state. Ah, Sam Houston went on to be elected as president of the state of Texas. And then we joined, you know, we graciously joined the rest of the population. But today is the day. The largest monument, it's larger than the Washington Monument, the monument down in San Jacinto, where we whooped some monkey ass. There you go. By the way, I have started my water torture. That's right. Right now, I'm at the, uh, well, hold on a second here. I am at the 3 o'clock, 3 p.m. mark for my water already. My jug is halfway done. Got to say, not too bad. Not too shabby. I've drank a half gallon of water already this morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit just happened. Uh, Let's see. Scott's his class of 90. The greatest class in the world there, Scott. Go says, Fred, I wasn't born even until 1989. Goddamn punk ass. So, yeah, we got that. Now, now, now we have some awards to give out today. Uh, By the way... Oh, shut up, bratty kid. Uh, Congratulations going out to both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp for today's winning of the Whoopi Award, the people who do the cuntiest things the day before this whole trial. You can describe this trial in one word, and that would be cunty. Your body is probably in shock with all this water you're drinking, yeah. Uh, special care, it's, it, I want to flush my system. My stomach's been fucked up lately, and I'm trying to, trying to drink more water. Now, I do have Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, I'll drink that because I don't want to get the, the caffeine and sugar withdrawals. I'll have a couple of those. But I'd like to, I'd like to cut back on the, the amount of Dr. Peppers I drink a day. I don't know how many I do. I just know I need to cut back. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I, I, I'm working on that right now. The water thing isn't bad. I got liquid IV in there. I got the lemon-lime. They don't pay me yet. They should. Uh, I like lemon-lime and the tangerine one. Those are good. The strawberry one, not so great. Yeah, it, it's, it's good, but it, it's not my favorite. And then they have, like, a ginger one. I don't know, nothing tastes like ginger. So, yeah, I, I am super hydrated right now. I mean, I, I, I could piss out a fucking forest fire, I bet, right now. Any, any forest fires out there need pissing out? Well, I'm your guy. What else do we have? Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. 
Got two more things. Proud of you. Thank you, Alicia. I drink over a gallon a day, and I feel I feel I pee three gallons. Uh, y'all can see them like that. Unlike the settlers in 1836, gringos and Tejanos who booted the Mexican army from te- army from Texan, the uh, the Texans today will not be able to repel the 2022, 2023, and so on invasions. Oh, the hell we won't. The hell we won't repel them because we got a guy on the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Governor Wheels. Is that what he does? He sing that. In, does Will Ferrell sing that in the campaign? Holy shit! I could I could just rip that off from there. I might have to do that. Uh, let's see. I got 1.75 gallons in yesterday. Hydration feels great. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, all right. Uh, what else? Oh, there's there's so much more I have for you even before we start the show today. By the way, since we're speaking a little bit about politics to start the show. Uh, I want to say thank you to Ratburger for sending me, and I had to edit this up because they play the Biden clips in there. This is what Australians, now you remember we've had this for a while. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. That's from Irish News. This is Australians' brand of news. But first, let's check in with the leader of the free world who now appears to be taking orders from a giant bunny. Was uh, Kamala Harris in the bunny suit or perhaps Barack Obama? Why is the US president taking directions from a bunny? But at least the bunny was there. Unlike Joe's imaginary friend whose hand he tried to shake last week after he delivered a speech in North Carolina. It's just sad, isn't it? Perhaps that was the ghost of Corn Pop whose hand he tried to shake. <laughs> Who is Corn Pop, you ask? Well, <laughs> let's let Joe Biden explain. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. Yeah, we know. I mean, all the way down in Australia, they're making fun of him. Australia, a continent that was founded for prisoners, is making fun of us. A continent that has more spiders that could kill you than we have in all of of the rest of the world. Australia, the world's Florida, is making fun of us. Honey, you need to interview that broadcaster. Oh, my God. I would have to apologize to her. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking A. Now, for a treat, ladies and gentlemen, for a treat, we ain't done this one in a while. Oh, no, we haven't. We haven't done this guy in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, Grady Judd, a sheriff down in Florida. Let me introduce you to Tiffany Nash. She was the trafficker of a young lady. Tiffany's 32 years of age. Why she's not been busy committing crime because she has 61 previous criminal charges Wait till the end. 41 of them felonies and 20 is misdemeanors Here we go. she's the manager of the Kentucky Fried Chicken in Orlando 
Now, I just don't believe I'd want any finger-licking good chicken that she touched. Uh, Fred, but the spiders, sir, the spiders. Well, and the lack of freedoms that you have. It's a lot more than they don't just have guns. Let's remember how they lock their people in during COVID, meaning you couldn't even go out on the street or you'd be arrested. If you want to go there, by all means. Adios. Now, is that it? Well, is Hangtown Jen? I haven't seen Hangtown Jen's name here. Where uh, Hangtown Jen, damn it. Well, in, in, in honor of Jen not being here yet, I, I have these uh, for all week. So uh, let, let me just play this one. This one's for Jen. This is uh, Alphotophilia. This is a sexual act. On the website discovermagazine.com, they say, one subtype of olfactophilia is eproctophilia. This is a paraphilia in which people are sexually aroused by flatulence. Good God. If there was a club around where people went to because they were sexually aroused by farts, I would be fucking Bill Gates. I would be Bill Gates and Elon Musk. That's how much money I'd have. Ratburger says, hey, if the presidency thing doesn't work out for Joe, I really think he has a career in comedy. By the way, uh, thanks to everybody that made comments yesterday on my post. We went to a, a, a Costco business center. Never been to one of those. Uh, we went to one in Dallas yesterday, and we were walking around there. Fucking hey, I ain't never going in that damn refrigerated section again. I felt like I was on the fucking planet Hoth. I, I, I needed one of them, them, them big old ugly like camel th- things they rode in Empire. I needed to cut that in half and, and go sleep on the inside. It was so cold in there. But, yeah. No, we ain't got the HEB yet. The HEB is going to be first in either Frisco or McKinney, and I think it's – I think we're about four or five months away. I can't wait. I can't wait till the HEB because there's going to be one going in there. There's one going in Plano, and then there's an HEB going in Forney, and I live closer to Forney than all of those, so – there you go. I can't wait. By the way, H-E-B for all y'all, it's a big old grocery store here in Texas, and it's, it stands for Here Everything's Better. That's what it stands for. God damn it. Uh, let's see. Is, is that it? Is that all I that, – that's it. Oh, wait, and Bart. Brady and Bart. Oh, 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 oh the Batiste. Yeah, that's what I have. I have that for, for Jen. I have to save one for Jen. Uh, you will live there. It's so freaking awesome. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait to go in there. Probably get me some German potato salad in a can. Woo, that stuff is good. Now, can we start the show? Oh, oh, by the way, today was Thursday and... Bucky's yay! Bucky's! Boy, had me, uh, had me uh, a potato, egg, and bean... Uh, uh, sausage, egg, potato, and beans burrito. Shit was legit. Going to a place called Norma's Cafe today. They don't have chicken and dump. I, I really want chicken and dumplings. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep looking for places here in Dallas that has chicken. I, I just have a, a, and let me just tell you that 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 fucking country place. What what is that Cracker Barrel? They have quote unquote 
chicken and dumplings ain't that good. They, they, they're all right. But, no, you got to get some good chicken and dumplings. Oh, Boarbird, he's here for his award. Oh, you missed out. I told your story about Prince. And I played the video. And I played a new song. Ah, but yes, congratulations to Warbird. You are the listener of the day, even though you are an Alabama fan. And 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 by the way, your Niners are going to lose that receiver, and, and rightfully so, because he's an asshole. Uh-oh, we, we did find the good nacho cheese at that new uh, Costco. The uh, Que Bueno, the blue thing, the big, the, the blue vat of it. Finally got some good nacho cheese. So let me let me just tell you, the nacho cheese that my, my tater tot nachos that might be happening this weekend. Just saying. What? Uh, it's only twenty. I know. I things move fast here, Warbird. You know how the show goes. You know how my attention span is. But yes, I told the entire story about how uh, you got to dance on stage and Prince called you a pimp, because today is sadly the sixth anniversary of when Prince passed away. We will be playing Prince all morning today. I've got my my Dove shirt on. Um, it's hard to believe it's been six years because I was on the air that day with uh, Dog Shit and Jerk Off. And I remember Dog Shit trying to give me a hard time like I was a chick or something for going to see Prince. Like, why would you go see Prince? I'm like, because he's probably the greatest entertainer of our lifetime. No, bro, it's Eddie Van Halen. I am an Eddie Van Halen. Ooh, I didn't know China passed away on this day. Well, if she made a record, I might play that today. Uh, yeah, like, like he's, uh, no, Eddie Van Halen's the greatest. Eddie Van Halen's the greatest anything. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with Eddie Van Halen. I, I, I mean, dog shit made me, I don't want to say like Van Halen less. Boy, but I hated him for liking him. Orbert says, had to sleep in a little. We got called to a man dressed in a onesie exposing himself. <laughs> we do it all. Oh, was it Chris Payne? <laughs> I bet it was Chris Payne. I'll go ahead and just say it was Chris Payne. All right, can we start now? Can we can we finally start the show? Good Lord. Bubba's walking around like, hey, man, I'm ready to start the show. All right, Bubba, we'll start the show. Fine. Fine. Boy, yesterday, I got to tell you, I, I, I love the progressives and the liberals because they are so much better than us. Today, if you know a liberal today, I think you should thank them for, for allowing us to breathe the same air that they breathe. Because yesterday... Liberals and media elites decided to go off in response to the end of the mandate of wearing a mask. Now, I want to point out how fucking stupid these people are. U.S. District Court Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel voided the Biden administration's travel mask mandate on Monday. People are losing their minds. They're attacking her for being, oh, she's a Trump appointee. Oh, Um, 
Let's see. I, I, I don't know what this stands for. This is someone named Tiffany DeCross. I, I don't know. Oh, you got me fucked up. That's what she put in there. Y-G-M-F-U. COVID ain't over, folks. Fly the friendly skies like this. And she's got her mask on. Nobody said you you can't wear a mask. This, this is what I love. This, 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 is, this is one of my favorite things now. I mean, nobody told them it's illegal to wear a mask on a plane or a bus or an Uber. Nobody said that. They just said now it's not required. If you'd like to wear a mask, go right ahead and wear the mask. Oh, it, you're out. It was. Yeah, the mandate was. Uh, 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 wait, wait. I thought they, it, it is being uh, appealed, but until the appellate court hears it, this judge's rule is in place. Special kill says COVID will never be over, you dummy. You need the government to tell you what to do. You need to move back in with your parents. That's V Coop. This is what I love. They're attacking this this judge who, who threw it out, who said the, the mandate's not in play. Because, you know, Joe, Joe Biden, I don't have it on my Biden thing anymore. The one word that Americans hate is mandate, yet he was the first one to do it. This is a lady in her car, and she, Valerie Jarrett. Wearing my mask, no matter what non-scientists tell me what I can do. Okay, great. Just boarded a flight to Atlanta. I think I'll stick with my mask a little longer. I'd say it's about 50-50 on this flight. Everyone treating each other respectfully. What? Someone is being treated respectfully, not wearing a mask? Uh-oh, Hangtown Jen. Oh, my God. Morning ass, I'm here, fucking snow, took me 30 extra minutes to get to work. Thus, 30 minutes longer. Damn it, Jen, I am so glad you're here because we have a new term. It's called the Batista Bomb. One of the lesser known sexual taboos, practiced mainly in Zambia, it consists of dropping a deuce into your partner's mouth. Next, the bomber gags the their lover in an effort to trap the excrement. Finally, party A punches the victim repeatedly until they... A. Swallow the feces, and or B. Pass out IL. Crystal and I had two hours till work, so I gave her a Batista bomb. I don't even know what to say about that. That one, that one seems a little rough. I mean, that one right there is a little rough. Oh, my God. But there you go, Jen. There you go. Because I got to deal with airports on Saturday. Jen, I'm coming home. Jen, you're just in time. Arnie hasn't played today's sex act yet. Fuck the mask. Uh, it felt nice in the uh, gondola packed like sardines and no mask when I went to Squaw Valley last week. Yeah, that one is pretty bad. Yesterday, I put up a link fence to stop the mosquitoes. I got the idea from wearing face diapers. Who's this? Roland? Oh, oh that ain't the Roland Martin, is it? No. I don't give a damn what some grossly underqualified Donald Trump judge said. I'm double masking wearing goggles on this Nashville to D.C. flight. I had COVID in December. Y'all can kiss my ass about not wearing it again. And any fool saying they don't matter is a damn liar. 
that's not that. That's an internet show host. That that's not the Roland Martin, is it? The the fisherman. Because I I tell you right now, then I'd say he cheats and he kills his fish. I, come on now, look, look. See, this this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. They want to control you. That's all they want to do is they want to control you. Nobody said you can't wear a mask. Nobody said that. See, the mandate said you had to wear a mask. You know, you have to do something. And by the way, I hope all these women in these posts that are posting this, I hope that they are quite okay with the abortion laws in Texas and Oklahoma right now. What? Wait, what? 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 Wait, what? 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 Why will you allow the, the government to tell you what to do with your body on one hand, but then fight it so hard with the other? We're not going to get into another abortion talk today that wore me out yesterday. I'm just posing it, this question to you. Remember consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. Three rules on this show. If you hate the government so much to tell you what to do with your body, a.k.a. abortions, why are you allowing them to tell you to wear a mask? Hmm. Hmm. Isn't it weird how no national media has ever asked that question? Isn't that strange? And by the way, by the way, this guy, this Roland Martin, this, this, this fake Roland Martin, um, he's the only one who has actually half a clue here. He's got noise-canceling headphones on in his picture. He is wearing eye protection like goggles that cover his eyes, and he's double-masked, okay? Oh, I, I hope he catches it, too. Uh, me, uh, Alicia, I, I hope he catches it, too. But at least he's covering his eyes. You see, because what they don't want to tell you is, is that this is airborne. This isn't about, you know, touching a box from Amazon. They don't want to tell you it's airborne because that'll freak you out because then there's nothing you can do. But see, they want to control the narrative and they want to control you because you are the narrative. Do you know why they want to control us? I'm going to tell you right now why. Because we're important. They need us. And if we start bucking the system then they're going to realize, wait a second, we, we don't own them. It's so maddening. I, I, I get so tired. I'm, I'm so tired of this. It, this whole mask idea. And I'm here to tell you, if you want to wear a mask, good. Wear a mask. If, that, if you feel like that's going to protect you more, then you go ahead and wear that mask. I have no problem with it. If you think it's going to protect loved ones around you, good. I have no problem with that. If you have loved ones that have underlying health issues that are sick already and you don't want to give them co okay, great, super. I don't. Now, if you wanted me to go around those people and you said, hey, would you mind wearing a mask? I would say happily. Happily. I understand what you're doing. I get it. But see, I'm one of those people that you can get along with until you piss me off, and then I'm going to fucking snap your head off. 
But all you got to do is ask me. That's all. I haven't worn a mask in, haven't been required to. I went to the airport once to pick up Braddy Kid's son. And, oh, wow, that, oh, holy crap. Why is that turned up? Oh, I was going to do some kind of crazy announcement. By the way, uh, I posted on Facebook, Texas is so big that we can fit the entire Roman Coliseum in our living room. Check it out. Um, great job, Braddy Kid. That was awesome. Th- this whole thing is all about control. Americans are not used to being controlled because we live with these things called freedoms. Rat says, I haven't worn a mask since I got to Texas. I really haven't either. I mean, short of being in the airport and I was told to put on a mask because I was actually sitting in there without a mask on. Now, it's happening in other places as well. Uh, Milwaukee School District reinstated the mask requirement after one day without it. Boy, way to fuck those kids up. Bravo. You put the uh, Coliseum together. I, I was bragging about the Coliseum that we have now. The Roman Coliseum lives in our, in our living room. The reinstatement of the mask mandates is a whiplash decision after one day without the requirement. The school district citing significant transmission within the school buildings. Really? Significant transmission? What, you were testing all the kids all day long? Oh, he's got it, he's got it, she's got it, they've got it. If I do, I wear my eat a bag of dicks mask. Well, I I have a, a gag ball. Mine looks like a mouth with a gag ball. That's the one I wear. Either that one or the one that has the word F inside of a bomb being dropped. Sorry, Mixler is bugging for me. No worries. No worries. We'll log out, log back in. I I think this is awful to do to kids. I, I, I mean, really. Especially, look, come on, come on. Let's all gather around. The deadly days of COVID are pretty much behind us for people who don't have underlying health issues, okay? I'm not talking about that, okay? I understand. And like I said, they want to wear masks and they want to continue to wear masks, okay? And if if I had to wear a mask to go hang out with them, I would either wear a mask or I would not hang out with them. That choice is mine. But this idea that we're forcing Americans to do shit, I believe this is all part of this big experiment. I know, conspiracy theory coming out here. First experiment I thought was was China wants to see what this will do to us. Oh, and I tell you what, this killing off less than 1% of our population showed how big our fucking clit is. Because we are a giant country of pussies. So they did that. And then the government said, well, how much can we control the American people? Let's say, can we, can we, can we shut down 
Schools? Oh, absolutely, yes, we'll shut down schools. Ooh, what about shutting down business? Oh, we've never done that, but let's try it. Oh, looky there, we're, we're able to do it. This is why I never held it against companies who had, after my first run-in with uh, the people at DXL in Sacramento, uh, I, I have no problem. If you're a private company and you want to do it, hey, more power to you. I'm, uh, I, I'm not going to use your services, though. And, and please, please, please understand, I want to work with people who believe in freedoms. Especially now that the government isn't holding alcohol licenses and all kinds of licenses over your head. Now that they're not holding that over your head and you want to require masks, hey, that's your property. It's your business. More power to you. I won't be coming in. Probably never, ever again. And that is a guarantee. Uh, v Coop says, Arnie, you can do a social experiment and go to places that require a mask and don't wear one. When someone tells you to put one on, then tell them you don't have to because you're fat and see if they change, challenge you. I bet they don't. V Coop, great idea. Here, here's the deal. That was the first time I was ever really scared about my health was when COVID first started. And I wasn't scared about COVID. I was scared about my blood pressure. Um, my blood pressure was out of control. I was getting bloody noses on the regular, and I got one that I couldn't stop for like five hours. And I had to go to the ER. And they said that my blood pressure was through the roof, and I needed to relax. They gave me some blood pressure medicine. I'm all better now. Well. Not all better. I still have high blood pressure because I'm fat, but that's that's a whole different point. But it went down dramatically, and I don't get bloody noses like I did then, because I was so stressed out. I was so I, I, I this idea of telling Americans you're not free to go to and from anymore baffled me, and the part that baffled me even more was the lack of resistance to it is that we all just said, oh, okay, let's do it. I had no idea what this was. We did math every day on this show, talking about the, the overwhelming percentage of people that were living, like 98.9% of people would live if they even got it. It was maddening. But once again, like I said, hey, if you want to wear it, go ahead. Go right ahead. If you need me to wear it to come over to your house, well, we'll see how good of friends we are. Uh, all they got to say is that they don't want my money. Yeah, that pretty much. Pretty much. That's what it's all about. By the way, by the way, uh, good old Tony Fauci, Mr. Tony Fauci, because I refuse to call him a doctor. Um, he's come out and said, get ready for some new variants. Because I, I called my friend at the lab, and we're going to release some new ones. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. All right. Now, let, let, let's take a completely uh, left turn here and and visit the Sunshine State. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to play this because I'm falling in love with this guy. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. 
make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Well, Florida governor, future president Ron DeSantis, yesterday decided to pass a little legislature and now is he, he's taking back Disney. From what I understand, Disney has a special status in the state of Florida since 1967, which allows the company the legal right to operate under its own government around Walt Disney World in Central Florida. And Ron DeSantis yesterday, because of this whole don't say gay bill, and they're, they're giving him a hard time, and he's like, oh, really, you're going to give me a hard time. Well, I'm going to show you how powerful I am. Usually I don't like when people throw their power around like this. I have to say, this one to me is pretty funny. Oh, man, I got to tell you all about something. Oh, I got to uh, uh, let, let me just tell you. He has ripped away the exemption that they had, which means now, that means if you go to Disney World, you're probably going to see some police on, 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 on there or in there. No longer will they be policing their own. Oh, no. The state of Florida has come in and said just what Straight Fire says. You fucked around. Now you're going to find out. So yesterday. Yesterday, we, we went out, uh, went to that business center. Oh, by the way, the, the picture of the spatulas is fantastic. That's one, of the, that's one of my favorite posts now I've ever posted up there, just to see what everybody said. And I have to say, uh, I, I, I put on there, if you know, you know, and I, I have so many great memories from my time on morning radio. I, I literally, literally, I, I, I could watch YouTube videos, and I watched a few yesterday of when I was on another show. God, that show was so good. So good. But yesterday we're at this business center, and I found these two giant spatulas there, and I was like, oh, I got to take a picture of this. Oh, man, that was funny. Uh, now, so then we left there, right? Went and got a sandwich. I wasn't feeling great yesterday, so had me a sandwich over at, what's that place, uh, Potbelly? Had a sandwich and soup. It sat well. I did not throw it up, so that was good. So then we're like, oh, we got to go to North Park Mall. We went to the mall. So I'm sitting there. I'm waiting on, on Brad Kid to get done and bath and body works, right? And I'm sitting there. And I kid you not, it looked like Ving Rhames had transitioned. I see this big old burly uh, stout. It, it, not, not, not fat, stout, like stacked. Black woman who had gigantic boobs. Here's the problem, though. Head shaved bald and had terrible 5 o'clock shadow at 2.20. I, I'm telling you right now, you need to carry an electric razor with you there, hon. I mean, I, like, I, I had to give it like a, a quadruple take. A day, today, today, today. I was like, fuck, I will use her preferred pronouns. She would have, I mean, it, it was literally, I thought Ving Rhames was cross-dressing. 
She is the, the love child of Bing Rames and marvelous Marvin Hagler. <laughs> oh, like I said, sometimes people, I just do the show for myself. And I was sad Braddy Kid was still stuck in Bath and Body Beyond. Oh, she did not get to see that. By the way, uh, hey, Americans, <whistles> you paying attention? Well, you are because you're listening to this show. Our good old friend Vlad at it again. He tested a new intercontinental ballistic nuclear bomb or nuclear missile. It's called the hypersonic Satan II weapon. Now, first of all, I give you, uh, out of 10, I give you an 11 on the name. The Satan II missile, that's fantastic. He goes on to say that the missile could destroy the UK and now will provide food for thought for our enemies. Now, I don't know about you. That sounds like a little bit of a threat. Dude, this thing could take out all of France. Wait, hold on a second. Let, let, let me respond to that with a, oh, no. What will we do without that powerful ally of France? I don't know what the Satan one is. I don't want to know what the Satan one is. It's probably a hypersonic ballistic missile. That could probably reach France. This one can reach the UK. Douglas says, I want to see Biden and Putin in a cage fight. Dude, I saw a crazy cage fight yesterday. These two guys were in a phone booth. Is this like a new... And, oh my God, the other day, I'm on TikTok, right? I'm flipping through there, talking about cage fighting and MMA. I saw these two gals... Right? You're used to gals fighting. Are you used to hot gals fighting in thongs? Yeah, I didn't think you were. So this one broad grabs this chick's panties and starts ramming them up. She's like giving her a wedgie. I'm telling you, some meat curtains had to be coming out. And then they get into some crazy maneuver. Like they almost, like they, they were almost 69 And the one girl just stopped, and she goes, ow, she pinched my pussy. Where is that, Dana White? I'd like to see where that league is, please. But, yeah, these two fellas were fighting in a phone booth. They were all taped up. They had, you know, they had the the MMA shit on, and they were in a phone booth. That's some cool shit there. I remember when we were protesting France and calling our fries Freedom Fries. That was so gay. That was right at what, what that, that was after we invaded Iraq. That they didn't want to be a part of it. So we said, "Yeah, we have, we we have Freedom Toast and we have Freedom Fries." Look, France is just a bunch of pussies. That's all. Hey, look, look, we need a bunch of we need pussies in the world. 
Otherwise, there's no room for us. We have to take care of somebody, don't we? I think France and Texas are the same size. I also read it has a max range of 11,000 miles. Damn. Uh, yeah, I still ate French fries. Yeah, I, 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 I did too. I, I thought it was dumb. French silk pie, still ate it. Why? Because it's fucking delicious. That's why. And by the way, did you hear Wimbledon now? Wimbledon is not allowing Russian or Belarus players in it this year. Wow. Way to go, England. (laughs) These poor athletes. These athletes don't have any control over this. From what I understand, most of the population in Russia doesn't want this. I mean, what is that supposed to do? We're not allowing Russians or Belarusians or Belarusites or Belarusies to play in Wimbledon. Is that going to magically change Vladimir Putin's mind? Is he going to be sitting there and all of a sudden he looks in the newspaper and it's in all them weird symbols and stuff? Alicia, I know that you are Russian. Can you you read Russian? Do y'all read right to left or left to right? With all them weirds that, like, I, I, I don't get it. I, that would be a hard one for me. I guess, I, I guess, like, for, like, people that still live in Russia, if they looked at our alphabet, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? But, yeah, Vladimir Putin, he's sitting there with his morning coffee. Good morning, Arised. How are you in Oklahoma? He's sitting there with his morning coffee and borscht donuts, borscht-flavored donuts. Da, da. What? No Wimbledon. I must end this war. Does he really think? I mean, does Wimbledon really think that he's going to go, well, fuck, they're banning our players from Wimbledon. I better stop. Left to right, but no, I'm not fluent in reading acrylic alphabet. Is that what it's called, the acrylic or Cyrillic? All right. Uh, he would be crushed if that was a Judy, Judo Wimbledon. It's left to right, and I think there's six more characters in their alphabet. Alicia says Borsch is amazing. It's amazing and gross. Time for my Borsch story uh, for new listeners. So uh, there was a time in my life when I was heavily addicted to pain medicine, and I had to get off that pain medicine, so I had to go to detox. I walked into detox, and I didn't know it was one of these healthy detoxes. And I said, uh, I said, because, uh, like, the way they check you in, it, you, you're in a house in a neighborhood. So they walked me in through the garage, and that's where they keep, like, all your – all the groceries and all the shit that you need, right, if you're going to be living in a 10-day detox center. And I looked at them, and there were like three or four people in there because, yes, they knew that I was, at that time, that Arnie. So everybody wanted to see me come in. Okay, hey, I made my bed. I got to fucking lay in it. So I'm sitting there, and I go, hey, who do I tell that I need to get some Dr. Pepper this week? Literally, literally, I heard this. 
Yeah, it wasn't a car outside. Everybody looked at me like I was shooting up a fucking infant. Like I had a syringe pack ready to go to stick it in some kid. Uh, this is a healthy detox. We don't have soda here. And I was like, wow, am I fucked. I don't have drugs. They allowed Copenhagen. Thank God. So I remember, and, and these people were in charge of my health. This is how stupid these people were. Granted, they, it worked. There are a couple really, really great people there that helped me. But I'll never forget the first time they took my blood pressure. They used the smallest sleeve known to mankind. Now, I have been told by medical experts, and I know I have some medical experts on this show. Um, Alicia, I need your help here as you're talking about your borscht. Does the size of the cuff matter when it comes to giving an accurate level of blood pressure? The size of the cuff. I'll wait for your answer. There you go. More water. small makes it too high and too big makes it too low well they put the the smallest size they give me like a children's one um and i'll never forget they looked at me like they thought i was going to have a stroke because my blood pressure was like 190 over something it was it, it was insane so they rushed me to a med seven place or one of those you know one of those strip mall doctor places walked in there had to wait of course, people said, oh, my gosh, you're Arnie. I'm like, yeah, I'm that Arnie. Oof. So I go in there, and the doctor, he sits there, and he's about to put a cuff on my arm. He goes, oh, we need the bigger cuff. Now, the lady who, who put the cuff on me originally, I said, you need a bigger cuff because that cuff is going to fuck it up. She's like, no, it's not. I know what I'm doing. And I looked at the doctor. I said, excuse me, doctor, does the size of the cuff matter? He goes, oh, absolutely. And he pretty much said exactly what Alicia said. They took my blood pressure, and I was like two points over. I, I, it wasn't bad at all. And they sent me away. So we get back, right, going through the stuff. I asked for the Dr. Pepper, and I walk in the house, and there's this Russian girl working there, Michael. And this Russian girl, she goes, ah, would you like borscht? And I looked at it. I was like, oh, my God, no. She, she's like, there's meat and onions Carrots, celery, I, I don't know. And then she hit me with, oh, and beets. Now, I'm not a big fan of beets. Beets by Dre, I hate those headphones too. Those, those headphones suck. And, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll just have a, the, the ham on wheat over there. She goes, oh, it's really good with a dollop of mayonnaise. Now, granted, I was high as fuck because this was my first day in there. And, you know, when you go into detox, you're going to get high before you go in. I looked at her and I said, I said, ma'am, look at the size of me. You don't think that I know a dollop of mayonnaise is good on anything except menstruation. By the way, laughs all around in there except from the people working. So, yes, so I, I've, I've had a run-in with borscht. 
I'm surprised she didn't answer. How should I know? I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I always get higher readings when they use the electric ones, too. Yeah. So so there you go. There's my boar story. There you go. Russia warning that they have Satan 2 out there ready to go. Awesome. Awesome stuff right there. Oh, my gosh. We have a couple of stories later on today about Prince Harry. I, I might lose it over Prince Harry now. Pr- Prince Harry, son, your time is coming. Come on out for your whooping. Come on. yeah, You, you need a whooping, son. Hey, I'll talk about it after we talk to Joe Murphy, which will be happening after we get done with this set of music. From the man who passed away six years ago today, Prince Rogers Nelson.
Frankie, I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. She said, How'd you like to waste some time? And I could not resist when I saw little Nikki grind.
This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. The guy is right behind Tyson talking to his head. Lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. He's drunk. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. Should have never gave you his money. JetBlue, map flight. My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Oh, Turn that way. Where's the fight? Where, where is it? They, they had yeah, fucking the highlights up. of it. Trying to ask oh, for no. autographs. No, 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 uh-uh. I want the fight. Let's go. I want to see Tyson beat the hell out of this guy. Come on. Damn it. Damn, this shit crazy. Or is it just a still picture of him getting the hell beat out of him? JetBlue, map flight. Trying to ask for autographs. Oh, damn it. There's no video of it. I, I thought there was video of it. Hold on a second here. There's another video. God damn it. Hold on a second here. Who got, who got, it's under Joey. Joey, 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 Joey. Oh, there we go, Joey. All right, come on now. There we go. No, that's the same video. God damn it. Mike Tyson repeatedly punches man on plane. <laughs> I mean, do we really need video? There, there. <laughs> okay, hold on a second here. Let's see if I have it here. It's only thirty-eight seconds. Oh, oh my God! There's Tyson. Right hands. Right hands. Right hands. Oh my God! Tyson's up over the seat, just beating the piss out of this guy. Oh my God! Oh, I haven't seen a beating like that. Since Rodney King. Good God Almighty. Okay. Okay. Open in browser. Yes. S send it to me here, Arnie. God damn it. There we go. Boom. All right. It has now been sent. We're going to try to put this one up. Holy crap. This was awesome. And he, I mean, he busted the dude wide open, too. There you go. You can hear the thuds. Here we go. I, I didn't have it. I, I had it on my phone there. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Here's the video. Well, wait, 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 where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I didn't hear that. What happened? God damn it. Where'd it go? I just had it. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. There's a person, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to stop Mike Tyson. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. There's a person. God damn. Well, how, do you have to take classes in stupidity to do something like that? Good God. Check my link. Uh, I, I think it's the same one I just put up. All right, well, thank you, guys. So there you go. Mike Tyson beat the shit out of some drunk on a plane. Now we got to call Joe Murphy. <laughs> All right, let's get Joe on the air, shall we? Hello.
Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yes, it is. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing just peachy. Yeah, you you sleep in a little bit this morning. I, I did, I did. Okay, all right, nothing wrong with that, my friend. Um, all kinds of stuff. Thank you for being here. How are things going for you, Joe? Things are going good. good. Things are going good. Good, good, good. Uh, by the way, uh, if you have access to TMZ, Joe, I recommend you go there quickly due to the fact that some drunk guy decided that he was going to fuck with Mike Tyson on an airplane. Oh, no, that's not a good idea. No, no, and, and Mike Tyson let him have it. Literally <laughs> let him have it. Busted him wide open on the plane. Well, you know, wasn't it Mike Tyson that said uh, everybody's Everybody's got a plan till you get punched in the face. Yeah, pretty much. That was his. Um, that was his famous saying. Yeah, I, I. That's one guy I would be like if I was on a plane with Mike Tyson, I might say, "Hey, champ, can I get a picture?" And I'd be super respectful because Mike Tyson could end me like, like that. I mean, yeah. wow. That, that wow. guy is just a monster. I, I, I still when I watch some of his uh, old. Uh, you know, fights. I mean, just when he was when he was in his prime. I mean, he just—he's just a beast. I mean, he's so quick. He—he he, he comes with that right uppercut and just yeah. takes your chin out. I, I mean, I mean, and his hooks, I, the upper hook, the uppercuts and the hooks that he threw. I, I it's still the greatest fighter I ever saw fight. Easily, yeah. Easily the greatest fighter I ever fought. Uh, Joe, we are one week away from the NFL football draft. And I, I, I'm still, I, I've got to get excited for that because I, I don't know. I, I'm with you because I don't even know that they, they, they're saying the first pick is going to be some defensive end from, from Michigan, this big white kid named Aiden. And, and yeah. I mean, it's like 6'8", 260, and just amazing. Is it like, what's his name, Hutchinson or something like that? Or? I think so. I, yeah, I think it's like yeah. Aiden Hutchinson or something like that. The kid's going to be a stud, and wherever he goes first, he's going to suck there forever. So he's going to suck in Jacksonville for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, what you say, he's like a DN or something. He's like yeah. DJ, DJ Waters or something type mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah, but bigger. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, the draft is next week. It's happening in Vegas, so it's going to be huge. Of course, I'm going to watch it, you know, end to end on the first night. Uh, but there's a lot of talk in the NFL right now. What is going on with Kyler Murray? Well, you know, I I heard something. You'll have to kind of refresh me uh, on what's going on with this guy. But what what's he talking about? Well, Kyler Murphy uh, or, or Kyler Murray, uh, Arizona Cardinals quarterback, decided to erase all Arizona Cardinals stuff from his social media about two weeks after the season. And then he posted some back up, and then he's taking it down again, and he wants to be traded. Now, I don't understand why he wants to be traded. Didn't they play almost in the NFC Championship game last year? Yeah, they did quite well. And now, I, mean, he, I, I don't understand. He says that, that like they're using him as a scapegoat for them losing to the Rams. And I, I, I'm just very, very confused. The one suitors that are talking to him makes even less sense because it's the Philadelphia Eagles who have Jalen Hurts already. Yeah, I don't, I don't, 
I don't see him. I mean, I I think he's got a good fit where he's at. I mean, I, I mean, you know, he seems. I mean, you know, he he knows their offense now, and and uh, I, I don't. You know, come on, kid, settle down. You yeah. know, we all we, it's, you know, we all can't have everything. You know, I mean, you're playing in the NFL. Uh, you know, you're, you're playing well. I mean, you're, you're, I don't know. I just, I, I don't see that guy going anywhere. I don't see anybody really wanting him except, you know, maybe the Browns. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, the Browns. Well, they already have, you know, they have Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about the Browns just real fast. Where is Baker Mayfield going? Nobody is like, like, is he going to end up going back to Cleveland? He, he skipped their, uh, their workouts the other day. They're not mandatory workouts, but they're mandatory, but he skipped them. What what do you do if you're if you're Baker Mayfield? Well, I I know some damn good teams that are playing in uh, Birmingham, Alabama right now. He probably <laughs> want to play for him. <laughs> There's a couple of teams looking for him. Uh, did you watch any of the USFL last weekend? I I I, I tuned in barely, just a little bit, and I mean, I saw. Thank God, they, yeah, I don't. You know, you were giving him five weeks. I'm giving him six. There was that's that's the amount of fans that were in the stands. Did you happen to see that? Oh my god, oh, yeah. it was unbe- it was unbelievable. There was not a not a person in the. St- it was worse than like the you know than the uh the the the, the Rite Aid Bowl or something. You know, the <laughs> college. You know, so like it, a- it's it's worse than when you know this at the University of Nevada when they let the women's basketball team play at Lawler and nobody's there. That's the USFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still let him play at the. Oh at the, my God! Uh, that was, but, yeah, there, there was awful. No, there was nobody there, and and, and I don't. I, I still don't understand how they're playing every every game there. I don't. Well, you nailed it last in. week. You nailed it when you said it was a cost issue. Right. You know. I mean, it, just, yeah, that's. I, I mean, I, I, I. How do they fit in? There's supposed to be like eight teams in there. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess they all live in like. I, I would just imagine if it's a cost issue, I guess they're all living in the same apartment buildings. And, and some guy got kicked off a team last week because he wouldn't eat chicken salad. He wanted pizza instead. That's not a joke. And he got kicked off his USFL team? He got cut. Like, we, I had the video of it. He, he got brought in, and the head coach is there, and he, the head coach goes, I told you I'm not about disrespect. And the guy's like, how did I disrespect you? And he goes, well, I told you we had chicken salad, and you asked for pizza. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, it's a cost issue there, too. <laughs> yeah, we only, have, we only have leafy greens and some vegetable and, and some chicken well, gut. That's what we're going to be serving you, chicken gut and salad. How dare you ask for something else? Oh my God! I, I I think that was so funny. The, the USFL is not going to make it, and it's so pitiful. And then the XFL is going to come out next year and shit the bed. And I'm going to have to sit here with you and talk about the XFL. <laughs> hey, I don't know, Joe. Just, go ahead. Nobody's. I just said no, nobody's ever can, no, made it. After the NFL, it's just not, it's just no one's ever made it. But they, they, I guess, I don't know, these guys, but they got money. I guess they keep keep trying, but uh, I just don't, I just don't see anybody, uh, you know, making it. There's not enough, there's not enough people out there. Well, you and I are old enough to remember the original USFL where Steve Young went, where Herschel Walker went. They got actual stars to go to Jim Kelly. He went to yeah. the USFL. 
and that didn't work. So why is it going to work now? Because people are so hungry for football, but they don't want bad football. <laughs> I know they don't. I don't know. Americans are just setting their way. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, you just need that guy that there's not enough of them out there that are just, uh, you know, just I love football, you know, yeah. and that's all we want to see, you know, is is uh, is football all the time, you know. There's just because you, you get excited for it. Like I get, you know, I get the spring game, the you know, sure. then and then after that, you 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 just you anticipate and you wait, and then the summer comes, and then you're you know, it's it, it, you get all fired up for it. I guess I think it's it's like Christmas, you know, you wait for it, you mm-hmm. get excited, and so you can't have two Christmases. No. <laughs> so we no. Can't, no, you can't. Like, I'm starting to get fired up for the Longhorns because I'm starting to read their reports. Spring game is next week, like you said. And next year they're going to have this great offense, and I can't wait to see how they fucking piss it all away. <laughs> and we got that quarterback of yours over, over at the PC Ballot for the number one. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh, yeah, you guys got Casey Thompson, the, uh, the yeah. son of Chris Thompson. Um, speaking of sports, uh, have you been to a Reno Aces game yet? No, I have not. Okay, the the – if you go to a game, I want you to keep a lookout for the pitch clock. Do you see the minor leagues oh, right. are now using a pitch clock? I know. I Come know. Come on. And, what and, and, and this, uh, the pitch clock? I mean, you know. And then there's also they got the they got the laser. Uh, the laser. They're gonna have what? The, but they don't even need. They're gonna be calling balls and strikes. The uh, thing. And they got. Uh, uh, they have the instant replay now in yeah. baseball. Oh, yeah. The instant replay needs to go. I mean, you and I need All to right. fix baseball real quick. Here's it's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Call the strike zone. That's all you have to do. Fire every umpire that's in the league right now, in minor leagues too, because they're all setting their ways with their strike zone, and call the actual strike zone, which in the rules of Major League Baseball says goes from under the arms to the knees. Call yeah. the strike zone. People will swing more. There will be more offense, and games will go faster. I promise. Yeah, yeah, I promise. yeah. You got a guy that, yeah, because you get some of these guys in there, and yeah, like you said, they, you know, they got a strike zone. It's as big as like a, you know, a, like a, a dice, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and and you can't fit it in there. And if you do fit it in there, it's going to get hit six hundred feet the other way because it's coming right down the cock. Exactly. Uh, yeah, well, you're right about that strike zone thing. But I mean, but that's the whole thing that made baseball that makes I mean makes baseball great is is uh, you know the human error part yeah. of it. I mean, you know, we got you know, then then you get the then you get the, the manager out there kicking dirt on the house yeah. and stuff. You know, that's that's what it was. That's what baseball is all about. Yeah. And did you did you happen to see any highlights from last night's game where Shohani almost got a perfect game? No. So what? What's the one thing if you get past the sixth in, or if you're in the sixth inning, the bottom of the sixth, and you're the home team and and the other team has a pitcher who has a perfect game going? What's the one thing that you never ever do? Now, you're saying that the the visiting pitcher yes has. He has a no. He has not only a no hitter going. He's got a perfect game going through six and a third innings. What's the one thing that you don't do on the opposing team? So I'm the home team. Yeah. What? What is the one thing I don't do? Um. Boy, that is it. I mean, obviously, I was thinking you were going to talk about you know 
you know, when the guy's when the guy's got a no no going or yeah. a perfect game, you know, nobody sits next to him no. or anything like that. You don't you know, talk no, to him. You don't say anything no. about it. Right, right. But, but the opposing not, team, what's the one thing you don't do? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. So it was the second baseman for the Houston Astros who tried to lay down a bunt. That's chicken shit. That <laughs> oh, is- oh, oh, I see what you're saying, man. You know, now, now, if, now if somebody, uh, you know, well, of course, nobody's the perfect game. Nobody's going to be on base. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that's, the, that's the chicken crap thing to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even Astros to- fans booed him. His hometown fans booed him for trying to lay down a bunt in a perfect game. Who was that? Who was the guy that when the Astros also uh, always leaned into play pitches? He got hit. Uh, there was a uh, was it Altuve or something like that, or but uh, Lenny Dykstra used to oh. you know used to used to lean into you know take one for the team. But yeah, uh, Lenny Dykstra yeah, can do no wrong. I love nails. Nail Lenny Dykstra is one of the greatest hard nosed players of all time. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he'd always yeah, he'd lean into he'd lean into pitches all the time and get hit on purpose. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, I I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe I mean, you know, it, it is pretty chicken shit to lay down a bunt, but uh, it would kind of piss off the guy if you got a base hit off of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that that would be just the worst. But you know, whatever. Uh, Joe, let me ask you: When you were in Nebraska, did you guys have White Castles there? No, there wasn't a white. I don't think there was. We didn't have a white castle though. No, but you know what white white castles are, right? Sliders. I, I, yeah, I've gone there with Harold and Kumar. Okay, there you go. Now, if if you're a fan of the place like me, you know it's bun, some sort of meat product, onion, and cheese. That's it. Now you can get pickle too if you want, but that's it. Right. They are now introducing lettuce and tomatoes on sliders. No. Yeah, that's that's no. you know. No, come on. Come on. Enough. Yeah, there why, why do people gotta wreck America? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. This is something that we know and love. And this picture they're showing, it shows this this burger with a patty. I've never seen a White Castle patty that thick in my life before. That'd be like a quadruple right there, the one I'm looking at. <laughs> Good God almighty. People are just I swear to God, you're you're so right. Why are we trying to ruin so such great things here in our country? You know what? The next thing that'll happen is somebody will take their oath on the Koran. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that didn't happen in two thousand eight. Oh, uh, oh, oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. Uh, all right, Joe. You and I were talking over the weekend. We were, uh, we were texting back and forth because they were showing, and I asked you if you were a Breaking Bad fan. Are, are You're a Breaking Bad fan, correct? Yeah, like I said, I, I've i always had a motto that, you know, you're faced with some type of problem in your life where you can either Jesse it or you can Walter White it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I, it's best to Walter White it. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so I'm watching it, and I realized – there's a character on Breaking Bad that just absolutely sucks. And you know who that is? That was his well, his damn wife Skyler. Now you 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 it's not that you're saying her acting is bad or no, you're saying no, that, no. that the character you just don't like that freaking character. Hate the character. Worst right, character right. 
I, I would put I would put Skyler up there as probably one of the worst characters in TV history. And, and we can we can kind of go back and forth with this. But I thought of another one. Here, you want to know another one? Meg yeah. Griffin on Family Guy. Nobody <laughs> likes Meg. You know, well, you, you yeah. get a Meg episode, you're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Meg, you know, she's a little rough on her. But, yeah. uh, but see, the one that I said, and the one that, that I think of too, and it, and some of you know, as we both know, writing is the, what the key is in any type of a, a show. You know, sure. it's the writing that makes, and it's a, and but then the actors sometimes they do it so good that you just rub you the wrong way because the person I could not stand. It was like with with uh, uh, Raymond's mom on Everybody Loves Raymond, the the, the most passive aggressive uh, person. <laughs> That ever lived. You know, everything out of her mouth was was was, was putting down Ray's wife, but not in a way that directly put her down. But you just you just was like somebody shut that bitch up. I mean, oh. but uh, but because she played it so well, you know, oh. too is one of the things. But but she just annoyed the crap out of me. But but by as far as Breaking Bad, both Skyler and that stupid kitty is really oh, yeah. me off. a Finn. Yeah, I did not like Finn. I, and it wasn't because, you know, he had several palsy or anything like that. He was just a whiner. They were just, just all a, whiners. Here's, I know. A man, here's a man facing his death, and he wants to provide for his family by cooking meth. You let him cook that meth. For God's sakes, you killed Uncle Hank. Shut yeah. up. All right? <laughs> just shut up. You don't have to be saying that out loud. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I know shit on the phone at school. You killed Uncle Hank. Shut up, sir. I know, I know. Him and uh, I always thought, you know, it's a good thing Walter White and Marty Bird didn't get together. They could run the world. You know, too. V Coop says Chris Benoit was a terrible TV character. Oh God damn! Too soon, Chris Benoit. I guess his son's gonna start wrestling under the name Chris Benoit. I think that's a terrible idea. That is so bad <laughs> on so many levels. Uh, Chris, I don't, I don't even know. If I know who Chris Benoit is, but. Chris Benoit was the pro wrestler oh, oh, oh. who, who okay. killed his family. Okay. Killed his infant son and then killed his wife, and then he choked himself. He hung himself on a on a Nautilus weight machine. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. Good dude. Good, good dude. But his, his brain was all fucked up with CTE, so we, we got that going for him. You know, it, uh, this is another character, and I don't watch this show anymore. I always hated when it was a Lisa episode on The Simpsons. Nobody yeah, liked Lisa. Yeah, no, yeah, no, don't need Lisa. I mean, Homer, you know, the Homer, you got to have Homer episodes. Oh, he's yeah. just, you know, he's, uh, Homer reminds me, he's a lot of me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking Barney is more like you on The, the Simpsons. Yeah, well, the, uh, speaking of Barney, uh, an old Barney, do you go with the Ropers or Mr. Furley? Oh, boy. You know what? That is such a tough call because I loved Ralph Furley. But I loved Mr. Roper. Mr. Roper, when he would look at the camera, when he'd make a, a disparaging <laughs> remark about his yeah. wife, Helen. Yeah. And he would look. The Norman Fell was a genius. And then Don Knotts came in and was just go. I, I could go either one. I, the, the bigger question is, were you a Suzanne Summers fans? The the second one or Terry the nurse, yes, and there was the other one too. Uh, forget her name. There was like three different. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There, uh, there was there was Chrissy, 
And then there was that one in between yeah. Chrissy and, and, and Terry. She was like the real nimwit. They tried yeah. to make her come in and be like Suzanne Summers. Nobody played the dumb blonde better than, than Suzanne Summers. And a lot of people don't. I think Suzanne Summers was only on that show for one year. And uh, yeah, people I, just people just every, people, when you think of Christy Snow, that's you know Suzanne Summers. Uh, she was the, the 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 best of them all uh, because you know she really played the dumb blonde. Uh, Cindy, you know, Cindy was the middle not, one. Cindy was the middle one. It went Cindy, Christy, that's her name, Cindy, right. and then Terry. I thought Terry was the hottest though. Like, yeah, like Terry, Terry was looked hot. like a porn star. And, yeah, nothing going on there. Come on, Jack Tripper, luckiest guy around. God's sake, you got Janice. Janice just looking for some. Aww. She's just looking to get just... D down or whatever the hell they call it. I mean, she, he on. has a menage a trois every night, and all he's got to do is cook for it. That's it. <laughs> and do you blame Mr. Roper for not wanting to crawl all over Mrs. Roper? Come no, on. no kidding. I just go upstairs and watch Caligula up there with them. Uh, here's another great character. Do you look? Look, I my all time. What's your all time favorite comedy show, Joe? Um, Seinfeld, I would say. Okay, all right, not bad, not bad in my top four. But my all time favorite comedy was Cheers. I love Cheers. I love that show. Yeah, and, you and know, I, I rank, I rank a Cheers and a, and a Seinfeld. Uh, that both kind of the uh, kind of the same. I still, I still Seinfeld was because he just was so funny on so many different yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Things. But 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 yeah. But but Cheers was. Uh, now do we do you do we go with Diane oh, or Kirstie Alley? See, that's where I'm leading you down the path because I love the old episodes mainly not because of Diane, but because of Coach. You think oh, about yeah. it. You yeah. You think about Coach. it. The Diane episodes mainly had Coach. It wasn't until Ernie Pantuzo died. And we got Woody, and then all of a sudden we get Rebecca Howe. Right. Oh, I take right, Kirstie yeah. Alley all day long. Kirstie Alley was so much better than Shelley Long. So much better. Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it, but uh, but um, you know, I, but Diane, there was always that, that tension between her and and and, and Sam. Yeah. You know, they, oh, yeah. they played, but like you said, Coach Coach was legendary. Uh, he, he, you know, his timing and everything was just so good. Uh, I mean, Woody was a great replacement, but, but, uh, like you said, coach was just that guy, you know, that, I mean, just belly laughs coming down oh, to that guy. When he answered the phone, hold on a second. Uh, Ernie Pantuzo, that's you coach speaking. I mean, when, uh, I mean, he was great. He, he walks in, he's like, Oh my God, it's so cold. He's like shaking. He's like, coach, it's two degrees outside. He goes, Oh, thank God. I thought I had malaria. <laughs> I mean, like, like the old episode, and here's the here's the best part about Cheers and Seinfeld, and you can even throw Friends in there. They never had a very special episode. You know, like, 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 like the Different Strokes episode where where Arnold gets touched by uh, Arthur Carlson in a bike oh. shop. Oh yeah! Oh, you mean they never they never tried to address some type of issue or something? No, no. Even WKRP, yeah. one of the greatest shows of all time, had a special episode after the Who concert when all those people got trampled to death. They did a very special yeah. episode, and I love WKRP. WKRP was the truth, but nothing well, accurate yeah. about radio at all, except how salespeople dress. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and thank God for the hog report from Les Desmond <laughs> because nobody got by without that. You know, you had to know the price of pork bellies every day. Damn right. And and then it was sponsored by Red, Red Wigglers, the Cadillac of Worms. <laughs> the, the turkey drop. Oh, that was big. Oh, that is so classic, the turkey drop. See, those were great shows, and they had they had great characters. They didn't have, like... A tertiary just shit character that you're like, fuck, not this guy again. I know, I know. Everybody loved every. I mean, even Herb Tarlick and Sales. Now oh, that was yeah. the only real part of radio that they got right. Oh, the you're goddamn sales right. guy, Herb Tarlick. Oh, did you ever get to work with Tom English? No, I, uh, oh. Tom English. The name sounds familiar, but. He was uh, a little bitty sales guy, had the. 70s long weird hair that he had a lot of product in always drove a cadillac was the first one in the building but he never left made all his sales calls on the phone wow yeah that i I, you know i worked i worked sales i worked tv sales for a little bit and uh what channel did you work at I worked at Channel 1011. It's a CBS affiliate in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, all right, and all right. The CBS affiliate from Omaha it comes in loud and clear. And it's, at the time, Omaha was like the 60th market, and Lincoln was like the 129th market or something. So we couldn't even compete with them. And now if you lived – now, you know, so Jimmy's Vacuum Shop, you know, oh, it's only $900 per 60-second spot. You know, he's – it was it was just it was a horrible sale. It was a horrible sale, and it gave me uh, my you know I because sales is an art. You know, it, it, it anybody can go in there and smooth, but to finally to get them to sign on the dotted line is a, is a close there. It's a huge deal, and, and you got to believe in what you're selling. I did not believe in what I was selling, so <laughs> I and so I really did it. So I for the longest time I would put on my suit. Go show up at the office. How you doing? Have my coffee. Sit there and then, okay, hit the streets. I would go back home, take off my suit, watch the French Open or something, you know, and then and then at four o'clock, put my suit back on and drive back to the office. That's I did that for like the last month before they finally said, uh, you know, I nothing's happening here, Joe. <laughs> because I, I just was miserable. I was out, but I did, I did sell a huge package. To the world's what second largest food company in the whole world, ConAgra. Uh, I, I'm still they still have that account. Wow. And, uh, thank you very much. Wow, I would pay good cash money to see a young Joe Murphy in a suit hitting the hitting the streets selling advertising. Oh, that, oh that's God. gold. That is solid gold, Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Uh, you know, I'm a people person. You really are. <laughs> oh my gosh! But but then I learned, like I said, I told myself maybe someday I can ever do sales again. But no, no matter how uh, how good you are, that closing, getting them to sign on the dotted line. But you gotta, I I, I I gotta sell something I believe in that I really, you know, believe in because uh, when you're out there selling something, you know, and you're you're sitting there looking at the guy saying. And inside your head, you're going, you don't need this. This is so stupid. You should be buying some radio ads or something local yeah. or something, you know. But you got to sit there. And I mean, I, I feel like I'm bothering this guy. You know, I, mm. I come in there and every day, they sport, go, go hit him again, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, the guy doesn't, the guy's tired of me coming by. <laughs> you know? Oh, I, <laughs> I am so bad at sales, like for this show. I, I am so bad because here's the thing I, I, I'll tell you this. 
in my professional life, I'm not used to a lot of uh, people like questioning me because I've been pretty successful in my professional life as a broadcaster. As a salesman, when they turn me down, that is such a kick to the nuts for me. Oh, and I got to get over it. I have to eventually get over it, but man, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. You got. They tell you get used to hearing the word no. Mm-hmm. Get used to it because, uh, and you got to have some thick skin, right? You yeah, go out there. Uh, that was, uh, that, got, it's tough for me, but I, I still try sometimes. So there you go. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, now you live in Reno. So did you ever work in any of the TV stations in Reno? No, I did not. Okay. I just worked. In, I worked in. I worked in an Omaha TV station. Okay. Uh, um, did you ever drink with any of the TV personalities in Reno? All right, you listen right now, okay? Bruce Neslow was not there that night, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he has eczema. That's why the face is so red. <laughs> God's sake. I, uh, I, I was lucky enough to start my broadcasting career at Channel 2 in Reno, the CBS affiliate there as yeah. the intern in the sports department. And I thought I could drink. Boy, did I learn that news people can fucking put it away. <laughs> yeah, there's some couple famous. Uh, yeah, let, I'll go ahead and say it. Tad fucking Dunbar. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who I meant, Tad Dunbar. Mr. Breslow, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Tad yeah. Dunbar. The, the story with Tad was Tad would go into work at about noon, and then he'd write all his scripts out. Then he'd go to a bar at like 2 or 3, Stay there until about 4.30 and then come back, put his makeup on to try to cover up all the red and do yeah. the broadcast. And he did. He did. He never sounded drunk on the air. You know, and, and I know. And, you know, that there's nothing worse than having to do something after you've been drinking. And then you got to do that. I don't know how. I That's a professional alcoholic because, uh, because they, they can, I mean, there's no worse feeling than, Oh my God, I've got something really important to do, like go to work and I'm blowing, you know, blowing a point four, you know, or something. It's like, I mean, I just don't, you've got to be a pro that these guys can do that because, uh, uh, I, I can't, I mean, I can't do it. When I went back in the day, when I would drink like that, uh, I just, I just blew everything off. I remember the Mike Tyson fight. I just didn't show up. I worked at midnight to six at sunny 106.9. There you and go. I, I did not make the trip that night, and, and that was the beginning of the downfall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got a new game here, and we're going to do it with radio per, or personalities in the Reno market. Okay, so you got to live with one, you got to fight with one, and you got to kill one. Okay? Uh-huh. Live with one, fight one, kill one. The three wow. celebrities of choice. J.J. Christie, Tad Dunbar, and Dave Brown. Okay. Or was I don't, it Bill Brown? They, Bill Brown, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Brown, Brown, yeah. He's gone now. He, he's been gone. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to kill J.J. Christie. Okay, all right. I share <laughs> that one with you. Yeah, I had I had the pleasure of working with that professional. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna have to live with Tad. Okay. Because Tad, you know, maybe you know, hopefully I can, you know, I can grab his wallet when he's passed out every once in a while and grab a couple of bucks out of there. <laughs> and so the guy I'm gonna have to fight is uh, is this Bill Brown because yeah. he looks kind of wimpy anyway. He looks yeah. like a 
he looks like a really wimpy Bill Pullman or something. Or, That's know, a so. good call. I mean, I, I from what I understand, he was at not like five or six DUIs the last time I heard, but I, I, I haven't been there in a long time. But oh uh, yeah, yeah, Bill Brown, yeah, yeah. Now you know, of course, you couldn't throw in like uh, this Ariana Bennett or this uh, Valentina Bonaparte. Now that'd be you no, know, that's the one I'm living with. But uh, <laughs> that's, you know, I'm a I'm a heterosexual male. Uh, I'm damn proud of it. <laughs> Your out just said kill JJ Christie every day. So here I have a JJ Christie story. So uh, do you remember the old Rodeo Rock Cafe in Reno? I had a, I had a, a live remote there uh, almost uh, every for a week. It was one of my best live remotes that I had. It was a nice steady. As you know, the live remote is a cash payment. Oh yes, it, it used to be. Boy, when they started yeah. cutting oh. checks or getting paid through the station, man, I, I said no more fucking remotes for me. I want the cash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was my remote. Of course, everybody else was getting a hundred bucks an hour. I think I was getting seventy-five. Uh, but uh, yeah, whatever per, per hour. So I did. I brought my B game. Okay, you guys want to play with me? Play with me? Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, uh, Bob Ted Goldweight instead of uh, instead of uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Then okay, so I just bring my B game if that's what you want to play. But yeah, I I, I, I did a live remote the rodeo rock. But go ahead, it was right. a country. They played country, obviously. Oh, yeah. So uh, back when I started my radio career, I was Arnie the intern on Hit Kicking New Country K Hit One Hundred Four Point Five, and we had we had that place locked down. Like the the bull could not get in there because that was our spot. But it was the only country bar in town. So I remember I was in there one night, and I was hammered drunk. Just hammered drunk. And who walks in in his fucking, you know, Santa Fe-style coat, that fucking terrible, you know, wombat, TP-looking jacket that he'd wear, pair of <laughs> Wranglers, and that fucking mullet that went on for days. Yeah. J.J. Yeah. Christie. And he walked J. in. J.J. Joker. And J.J. walked in, and the bull was the number one country station. Like, you couldn't touch the bull. The bull, They were a heritage station, and no matter what we did, we could not gain traction. And that's why K-Hit turned into the dot. But before we get to that, so I'm Arnie the intern, and I, I'm in Rodeo Rock, and people are buying me drinks and all this stuff, and J.J. walks in. Now... JJ makes a mistake. You know what JJ looks like. He's not a big dude. He's not, he's not, he's blank. No, he's no, no. no. He fucking shoulder bumps me. Oh. On purpose. And he looks at us and he goes, you know, you guys would get a lot further if you didn't write your shows. Now, I am very proud of the fact that I, in my morning radio career, I never, ever once used a script. Now, when I had to go to afternoons, I had to write scripts for the two idiots I worked with because they weren't that good. And J.J. said that to me, and I fucking got right in his face. And this is back when I could bench like 450. And I got in his face, and I said, I will fucking end you. I am going to eat you right fucking now. And, and like, everybody from our radio station had to pull me off. I scared the life out of J.J. Christie that night. And to this day, he still talks shit about me. Yeah, that's you know, because that's the thing. I, I'm a, I'm a like you. I mean, thank God, you know that guy on the plane. He should have been sitting next to JJ Christie instead of Mike Tyson. Yeah, because I mean, JJ ain't gonna do nothing. Mike yeah. Tyson's gonna wail on your ass. 
And I shoot from the hip too. Like I don't, you know, I, I you know, people, I, sometimes I'll say stuff because everything's from a movie today. Sometimes I'll, I never, I'll say something to somebody and they go, where'd you get that from? And I'm always like, I made it up myself, you know, I didn't get it from anywhere. I mean, where's that from? Where's that from? That's not from anything. It's from me. Okay. That's where it's from. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I got a buddy of mine knows every line from every movie ever made, you know, and, 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 and that's all he, he does. But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I come up with my own stuff. And it, you know, twenty percent of it gets a chuckle. Come on. Uh, I mean, and that they that's okay. You'd be a millionaire <laughs> in the major league baseball yeah. two hundred. You could play that's for the right. fucking Rangers. Man, if you if you get if you're successful three out of ten times, you're gonna go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. How great is that? Baseball is the most forgiving sport in the world. It really is. It, it, it is a game of inches, you know, and yeah. uh that's why I just all this technology they're bringing in you know i just the whole human error part of it i mean that, that that you know i love when they make the call and 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 that's the call you know and uh because those umps i i you know it's great is those umps i mean uh, uh you gotta have some you gotta some, you gotta have chuck norris balls yeah to, to, really because do. uh you do, because man. you make the call. I mean, you're talking seasons are counting on this, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you make the call, and, and sometimes it's gotten horribly wrong. Uh, but uh, I live with it. You know, you just got to live with yeah. it because. Uh, uh, Joe, before I let you go, uh, I have a story just for you. I, I I had this story last week, and I I forgot about it. But there's good news for you, Joe. Scientists believe they have found a cure for premature ejaculation. Thank the Lord above. Oh, men, <laughs> I'm in tears right now. Men can last up to seven times longer in bed, but it involves zapping the penis with electricity for a half an hour at a time. Yeah, no, I, I can't have any volts going through the junk. That's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that that, that, no, that bad boy hasn't come to life like I'd like him to in a few years now. Uh, but. Uh, I'll talk to my doctor about that. Thank you very much. But, uh, you know, I, the thing is, you know, here's the thing with the women. You know, they tease us for like six hours and they complain about that. This baby's been ready to blow since like 7 p.m., honey. And then now, now you're finally getting down to business and it's my bad. Oh, okay. Hey, God's sake. Hey, you just got to answer it like Bernie Mac. I got mine. Fuck you. Yeah, I got mine. Yeah, I know. You know oh. I'm, I'm doing things. You know, I recently had been in the company of a of a, of a young lady here and there, and I have is I, it, I is completely forgot. Well, <laughs> condoms also for sale at the front desk. All right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, and. Uh, you've got to, you've got to keep it, you've got to keep it fresh down there. <laughs> you know, you got it. You got to get the, you got to get the, you got to get the, the shower, uh, the, 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 you know, the one that go, you can grab off the thing, get underneath there really good. Yeah. Get some yeah. good quality soap down there. And everything. Cause I guess from what I've been told, it can get a little musky down there. I, love I have this. not visited on my own. But this, yeah. this is fantastic. The new grooming segment from Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. It's called manscaping. <laughs> oh, so, I, 
Joe, I'm going to let you go. Guys, keep it fresh down there. All right. I'm going to let you go. We will give you a call next week. Next week, we got the NFL draft, so we got we to have some shit that we got to talk about next week. So, And, and, I, and I appreciate it. You know what? And I want to let everybody know, you know, uh, sometimes this is the second time that you actually call me. And, it, you know, uh, uh, we're uh, sleeping. I mean, yep. you caught me. I was like, I remember I woke up about about three in the morning and I, I you know, used the facilities. And then I was like, okay, we're only a couple hours away here. We got to be ready. And bam, that phone rang this morning. And I went, I'll be a son of a bitch. Mm. You know? <laughs> but I appreciate you putting up with me. As always, thanks so much, Arnie. All right, pal. You have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. We will be back after these songs from the man who passed away six years ago today, uh, Prince Rogers Nelson.
So I can work on that zipper, baby Tonight, you're a star And I'm a big dipper
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, welcome back to the big show. Uh, if you are on my social medias, you will see that I have posted the link where to get tickets to the hometown pageant Hooters of Texas, which will be happening... Uh, hold on a second. I got to click on it make sure I know the date for sure. May 10th at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. Go there. Get your tickets. I don't know if you can bid on stuff there or not, but uh, I will be there emceeing that night. I'm very, very much looking forward to that evening. Uh, just played three more from Prince there. Today was the day he passed away six years ago. And I saw, I was telling you guys the story about, you know, when I was on with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. Um, and we played Prince at the beginning of the show. I th- This was one of the... Next to Chris Farley, this was a celebrity death that affected me because I was—I I still am a huge fan of Prince. I, the man knows, I, I like people that entertain. I, I don't care what genre of music you are, like Pavarotti. I love Pavarotti. Why? Motherfucker, he could entertain people, and I respect that. And, and, and Prince, he had just, he dripped it. He was dripping of entertainment. Well... So we decided as a show, and, and we talked to our, our boss, the, the, the ugly-shirted guy, who I, I dearly miss, greatest guy I ever worked for. Jim, you were the man. Uh, but we went in there and said, hey, we want to play, play two Prince songs for each of us. He's like, okay, that's fine, no problem. And, and I knew that they were, because uh, who said it? Cowboys Girl, I just, thank you very much. You said, great Prince selection, Arnie, not the overplayed song. I don't think they play Prince enough, but that's just me. Uh, it, I mean, Prince did give the world more stay in the time. Let's not forget that he gave us the most dangerous band in the world. Um, so I knew what two songs I was picking. I knew, like, from the get-go. And I knew that those two morons were going to pick the easy ones. But I picked Get Off. That was the first one. And uh, Dog Shit's like, Bro, can we play that? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's just a song about having sex and 22 positions. No, nothing nothing uh, obscene in it. And then I said, oh, and I want to play Little Nicky. <laughs> when it got to the part early in the song, where, where, where is it? Here we go. Let's see. Let's, see. Uh, let, let's speed up here a little bit. Get to it, Rogers Nelson. I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. You've never seen a grown man run the office the length of a radio station office to the studio and just shake his head, no. That was one of my all-time. That's probably one of the best stories I have from from working on that pile of shit show. I I I I was the white sprinkle on top of that shit though. Uh, Douglas is breaking news. CNN Plus is shutting down. I'm glad you. It, I just looked it up and their streaming service. So this is for like other stuff. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm kind of tired. I, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of all the different streaming services. Look, this is why we have cable, all right? Because if I want to watch CNN, which I don't, 
I'm not going to subscribe to their streaming service. What are they going to show me? Like fucking old episodes of Anderson Cooper? There are too many streaming services now. Paramount streaming services. You got Peacock, CBS, HBO, all these streaming services. By the way, oh, it's cheaper than cable. No, it's not. Because you gotta have, if you want to watch Yellowstone, you got to have this one. If you want to watch new episodes of Yellowstone, you got to have another one. You want to watch it on HBO? You got to have that. And, oh, shit, Showtime, got to have that one. God, and my fire stick hasn't been working lately. It's pissing me off. I did get to see the, uh, the most recent episode of Winning Time. Awesome. Uh, Chris Wallace is second-guessing his career choices. Chris, Wa- Chris Wallace is a big fucking turd. He's the guy who left Fox News for CNN. What, what a turd. Well, it's interesting, Douglas, you say CNN is dying a slow death. I've, I, I've gone online, and there's a few people that I follow, and there's a few people that I, I listen to. Like the Ben Shapiro's. I, I like how he shuts people down. Charlie Kirk shut down a fucking liberal atheist the other day so geniusly. She asked him if he thought if, if, if he thought that Ronald Reagan was looking up at him. And he goes, ma'am, you're an atheist? And he, she's just like, yes. And he goes, well, then how would Ronald Reagan be in hell? If you believe in hell, just shut her down right on the spot. It was fantastic. Right? And I'm watching this this other guy. I don't know his name because I've only seen him a couple times, but he's brilliant when he talks. And he's talking about what Elon Musk should do. Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter. We all know that. He says that Elon Musk should go after CNN. Can you imagine if, if Elon Musk bought CNN as well and made that a legitimate news company again? like it was when it started. Look, we, we can all hate on CNN. You know, the conservatives as a whole can all hate on CNN. But when it first started, it was a legit news, it, it was a legit journalism company. And then they started making money, and they thought, oh, this is the way we make more money. I'd love to see Elon Musk do that. And can we stop referring to watching news as streaming? If that fucking CBS lady says one more time, thanks for streaming us, bitch, I'm not streaming, I'm watching, just like my parents did before me, hey, bitch. We, we look, hey, great, you have your own networks and stuff, and we can cherry pick what we want and not want, but it, it's such a pain in the ass. Think, think about this. Think about this. You got like five or six different streaming networks? Yeah, you got to change the passwords on them. God damn it. How many passwords do we need as a society anymore? Just why, why don't things just offer a retina scan? That way I don't have to remember which password I use for what. Pain in the ass. I, I know. I know. They're, they're starving people right now in, in Rwanda saying, oh, he has it tough. Hmm. I do. I, I, I truly do. Because I'm tired of all of this. Uh, speaking of being tired. <laughs> The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's 
the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong, he's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The queen's pride is hurtin' When she's not too busy squirtin' Her ginger will never last With a shitty half-assed podcast The fame's gone to her head Philip's glad he's dead It's the Markles Oprah takes their calls Now that Harry's lost his balls Here come the Markles how does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers. They, they, they truly are, because last week we talked about how they made a surprise trip to the Queen, and they talked to Prince, Prince Charles. I don't have any authority on this. I'm just guessing right here. The Sussexes, or the Dukes, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, even though they were stripped of their titles and they didn't want their titles, titles are back, and now they have been invited to appear on the Buckingham Palace balcony during the Platinum Jubilee. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! I just wanted to play that. Now, what changed? What changed? I'm going to tell you what I think happened. So, Megan's like, uh, look here, Holmes. We're going to go to England, and your daddy and your grandmama is going to be paying us now. We're going to get back. I want my title back. And I want the security back, and I want more money back. And this is the way we're going to get it. Harry, you're going to write a book. And in that book, you're going to detail how weird and creepy your Uncle Andrew was. Harry goes ahead and writes that, and he sends a few test pages over, and they welcome him back to England, they're like, Blimey, please don't publish this. Because look, everybody in Buckingham Palace knows that Prince Andrew hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. You you can't deny the photos. You can't deny the witnesses. And and they were grooming young girls. They they're pedophiles. And now Harry Harry magically gets back. I I mean they were going to cut them off. You remember the queen? The queen was pissed. And now? And, 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 oh, 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 I'm sorry. And they came to England this time without their kids. The queen still has not seen her namesake. Yet they get invited to be on the balcony during the Platinum Jubilee. Come on, man. Come on. I, I, I mean, he... Even Joe Biden is like, come on, man. We're not stupid. We might be dumb, but we ain't stupid. So, yes, they're they're back in royalty. I just, I look at him. Look, look, 
chicks are going to swoon to this guy mainly because, well, he's royalty. The motherfucker's, what, 35 and damn near bald? Just shave that shit, dude. Don't be like your brother. Shave that shit off, you weird ginger. And, and get rid of the beard, too. You're not cool enough for a beard. And by the way, beards are done. Let's just get rid of beards unless you're ZZ Top. But that's not all that we have on the Markles today. Oh, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Prince Harry. I, I want you guys to think about this. Uh, if, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But I want you to think about this. I want, I want you to think about the days that you have, your life that you have. You have to struggle to, you know, maybe make ends meet. You got to take care of your kids. You got to go to work. Maybe you have an overzealous boss or just a dick of a boss. I can understand, and that's tough. I can understand when people get burnt out from that. Prince Harry feels, fears he'll burn out. As he balances, I don't even know what WFH is. And his $11 million California mansion with his battle to make life better for Archie and Lilibet. Prince Harry revealed his struggles to balance fatherhood with work in his latest U.S. TV interview on his life. Uh, uh, no, gen- no, no, no. If you're a ginger and you go bald, are you not a ginger? No, he, once a ginger, always a ginger. I would like to know why he's going to fear he's going to get burnt out. He doesn't have a fucking job. You are on vacation 24-7. And you do all this bullshit charity work so it makes you look better. Work, family, home. Okay. I like that. Yeah, work, family, home. That's good, Jen. Way to go. What work? What job do you have? God knows that Megan stopped doing any kind of jobs for you a long time ago. I'm going to say it. You know what? Uh, we are making an official statement. We are, we are making an official statement today. Are, is everybody ready for this? There it is. I'm going to say it. Meghan Markle, a debtor lay than Taylor Swift. I know. I know. Oh, work from home. Okay, work family home or work from home. Okay, either one. I'm gonna. I, I I just said it. It's official. I believe Meghan Markle is a deader lay than Taylor Swift. She ain't got to do nothing. She just got to lay there. I'd be. I I would love to see a DNA test of these children. Maybe she gets freaky with her side piece. I can't, I can't wait till that. Oh. Oh. And I want it to be uh I want it to be Tyler Perry. 
because, you know, Tyler Perry, like, pretty much let him live in one of his, like, $40 million mansions or whatever till they found their own little chateau of $11 million. Oh, she's, she, I think, I bet you she's flinging that putt around everywhere. If you're in Hollywood, you've seen that booger a time or two. You've gotten up close with it. Mm-hmm. Harry's the queen's favorite grandkid, too. And that's why this is happening. I'm telling you right now, Harry, hey, Harry, I'm sure you listen to every show that mentions your name because you seem like that egotistical of a guy, or at least your wife will be. I'm just going to, I, there will be a wake-up call. And that wake-up call is either when yo daddy takes the throne or your big brother takes the throne. Or possibly your nephew. You will be you will be excommunicado. Cause everybody I, I can imagine this family is just sick and fucking tired of these two. We all have relatives that we don't like. I'm that relative in my family. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Yeah, you know how I told you I broke down the other night and was crying because I was talking to my dad was talking about, you know, going to visit him on his birthday this year. And uh, because my sister decided to uh, have him have his remains, he was cremated, uh, buried next to my mom at Jefferson Barracks National Cemetery in St. Louis, where my dad is from. I don't know if they had a ceremony. I don't know anything. All I know is he has a headstone there. So now I have a place to visit him. We're talking about possibly going for his birthday this year. And the way that I'm going to do this, this is not very cool, but I don't care because, well, when you're told you're the reason you killed your mother, you kind of lose all kind of perspective of being cool to those people. I am going to go to the the cemetery, and I'm going to get a map, and I'm going to find out where my dad is, and then I'm going to call, not text, but she won't answer. I'm going to call my sister. I'm going to be like, hey, um, at Jefferson Barracks, will they give me a map to show me where dad is? And if she says anything other than yes, oh, it's going to be on. But you see, I'm that family member. And Harry has turned into that family member. Harry, it's okay to be the black sheep. It's okay, buddy. It's quite all right. Enjoy your time in America. Get a tattoo. Go to a water park. Do fun shit. God knows that the England ain't fun. The cuisine alone sucks donkey ass. I think that is actually one of the plates they serve there. He goes on to say in this interview he did with Hoda on what? What is that? Good morning. Is that the Today Show? Uh, blimey, my sort of mantra now every day is a dangerous one because I need to make sure I don't burn out. I make a world a better place for my kids. I saw a genius comedy spot or comedy video last night. It was George Carlin. Now, now George Carlin has been dead for a minute. So you got to remember, this is like early 80s he did this bit.
He talks about how sick he was in the early 80s about people wanting to save the planet. We can't save ourselves. We can't get along with one another. Look at everything that's happening in the world, and we're expecting us to figure out how to stop global warming? Unbelievable. But, hey, Harry, you, you keep doing you there, champ. You ball-headed fuck. Oh, God, and their oldest kid's a ginger, too? Oh, no. The oldest kid's going to fucking probably end up looking like Blake Griffin. Is it Blake Griffin's kid? It could be. You should call up Harry and invite him for a fun day <laughs> in Tijuana with, the Arnie, with Arnie Stage. Show him all the popular attractions. Uh, starting with the donkey show. If I could find the donkey show, uh, we'd be there. I'm just, I'm just telling you that right now. If, I, if we could find the donkey show, we're going there, Harry. It's going to be weird when he walks in and his wife is performing. <laughs> Did I say that? That was mean. That was just too mean. I, I, I went too far with that one? Okay. Okay. Let, let me rescind the remarks. I don't really think that Meghan Markle performs with donkeys and gives them fellatio and the hoo-ha. There you go. You feeling better now, everybody? Okay. Now, I I don't know about this, but uh, there are reports out today, mainly uh, from Alec Baldwin himself, He said a report released by the New Mexico safety regulators slamming Rust Brass as responsible for Helena Hutchins' death has seen him exonerated. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. Let me read that again to you. Alec Baldwin has said that a report released by the New Mexico safety regulators slamming rust brass. Now, that means the the people in charge of the movie Rust. And they're responsible for her death. It doesn't get much more brassier than the role of executive producer. Would, would, would anybody care to guess who the executive producer of that film was? Oh, if you're screaming out Alec Baldwin? Bingo. I love how this is written. The actor who shot her in October after being handed a loaded gun while preparing for a scene, is a producer on the unfinished film. He's an executive producer. In their report, officials cited a slew of willful and serious violations that led them to their decision. The producers, uh, Alec Baldwin, Western Rust, were ordered to pay the sum by New Mexico safety regulators for safety failures after the death of Helena. I don't know how much the fine is that they have to pay, but I wouldn't be too worried about the fine. 
And by the way, I'm seeing a cast picture here now with Alec Baldwin in, in, in boots and, and a cowboy hat. Man, it, don't wear a cowboy hats. If y'all don't know how to wear a cowboy hat, then don't wear a cowboy hat, all right? And Alec Baldwin, you do not know how to wear a cowboy I think his fucking hat is on backwards. Don't, don't, don't come to our neck of the woods and, oh, hey, look at me. I want to fit in and get me a hat. Yeehaw. Eat a bag of dicks. And you're in a Western. You should have a better looking hat than that. I mean, all your co-stars know how to wear hats. And then there's you, Howdy Doody. By the way, by the way, you're not off the hook yet, dude. You are not quite off the hook yet. Isn't there something that uh, a parable about counting chickens before they're hatched? Yep. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the district attorney still comes out and says, "Oh no, Alec, you're 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 still on the hook for that." I hope. Uh oh. Uh oh. This this is not good. This is not good at all for people. It, and honestly, like, this is what this is a story I wish they wouldn't have released. The look of disappointment, Arnie, when I grab a cowboy hat and put it on backwards? No. Uh-uh. We, we don't play that game. We do not play that game at all. Um, researchers in Saudi America, or Saudi Arabia, Saudi America, that's what it feels like. Researchers in Saudi uh, Arabia are making claims that antidepressants do not significantly improve life quality. In this survey, they said, people taking pills did not see better outcomes than those on the medication. Here's the reason why I don't want stories like this released. Here's why. I'm not on any kind of antidepressants or anything like that. I have been. I was on Lexapro for a while, and it didn't really do anything for me. So I kind of knew that the antidepressant wasn't working for me. Now, I don't know if other ones would. I don't know. But there are a lot of people that, that think that the doctor gave them medicine, and it's going to work, and they're going to be happy. Maybe they mask it and they're a ticking time job, Bob. But while they're taking it, they're good and easy to be around. Now people are going to hear this and go, why am I going to take it? I mean, this is one of those studies that you hear and you go, oh, man, come on. Come on, shush. Don't say anything else. It's like talking about a no-hitter before the fucking game's over. And, and by the way, by the way, this was not a small study. Researchers looked at over 17.5 million American adults with depression. Results showed a slight improvement in mental health in both groups, regardless whether they were on antidepressants or placebos. 
Whoopsie. You see, a lot of those people that have to take that, they take it, and just by taking it, it puts them in a better mood because they think it's going to work. And if they stay in that better mood, then yes, it worked. But not medicinally it worked. It worked because it freed up their brains not to worry about it. And now you got groups coming out and saying, yeah, don't even take them. Oh, you fucked somebody up bad there. We all want to think it and do all that kind of stuff, but that's just, that, that's kind of, in my world, that's kind of a dick move to come out and do that. That'd be like going, <laughs> that'd be like going to the mall at Christmas time, and you, you get right there to that line, and you go, that's not really Santa Claus, that's some guy who lives down the street from us, right in front of all the kids. By the way, update on the water, I am past 7 p.m. I'm over seven hours ahead of schedule. This is going to be easy. Elon Musk has secured $46.5 billion in funding and, and, and trying to still buy Twitter. Awesome. I don't wear cowboy hats because I ain't no cowboy. I don't even listen to country music. There you go. Depression is a part of life. It sucks, but people need to learn to cope with it. Uh, Look, look. Here's the thing with depression. I was clinically diagnosed as a a, a manic depressive. Okay. At that time, I didn't know that. I thought I was always in a decent move. I, I thought depressed people just always wore black and just walked around with their heads down. That's not me. Braddy Kid has a dumb question. Okay. Go ahead and ask. Uh, but depression is, look, sadly, it is a part of life. You have to learn to deal with it. Some people have it a little bit harder. That's all. Uh, if you don't deal with the reason making you depressed, is a pill really going to work? That right there is not a dumb question. That right there is truth. It, it What it does is it, it masks the problem. It gets you high. I don't know a lot of people that get depressed when they're high. I mean, an antidepressant means that is a stimulant. All we got to do is go through the, the easy English lexicon and realize that an anti a, an antidepressant would then be a stimulant. Now, my drugs of choice over the years were alcohol and opioids. Why? Because they are depressants. I ride too high as it is right now. I want to come down. I don't want to feel anything. Don't give me no cocaine. Don't give me no meth for sure. I ain't got enough teeth even to still smell, uh, to use meth. I don't want the five that I have left falling out. Chutrabi. Okay. All right. Last three stories here. Mm -mm 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 -mm. This is so bad. 
Actually, four stories. Last four stories here. Uh, let's start. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? This is. I'm glad we're doing this here. Let's see. Uh, we have to take a trip, though. We 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 have to start in. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people or places worth seeing there. It's just a real bitch. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Everybody, Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Cowboys Girl says, Arnie, did you already talk about the professor didn't use the trainee pronouns? He won in court. Yeah, I talked about that on, was that Monday? He talked about that on Monday. Yeah, he won like $400,000, an Ohio Public College uh, professor. I think it's an awesome story. I took my brother's uh, Zoloft when I was in my early 20s, and that shit didn't help. Granted, I didn't learn how to cope with my depression until a few years ago after my divorce, and I started working on myself. And that's what it took for me. It took for me to, to go to the extreme level of almost dying to figure out, well, I'm depressed, and now I have to figure this out. And I didn't have the tools back then like I have now, and that's what you need to get through this kind of stuff. Now, we're going to have some fun here. A mayor in Tennessee has claimed, or he has proclaimed, that April is Confederate History Month. Really? It's con- hold on a second here. Hold, uh, oh man, it, really? This oh well then we we have to have a theme song for it, don't we? I think I know one. Uh, this one right here. How about we do this one for for the month of April? Southern men, the thunders mutter. Northern flags and south winds flutter. To arms, to arms, to arms, in Dixie. Send them back your fierce defiance. Stamp upon the cursed alliance. To arms, to arms, to arms, in Dixie. Advance the flag of Dixie. Hurrah, hurrah, for Dixie's land. We take our stand and live or die for Dixie. To arms, to arms, and conquer. Peace for Dixie. Now, now, if that one's too much for you, then how about we just do this one? Like, like, like this one right here. Didn't mean to let that one go. Um, 
Livingston, Tennessee Mayor Robert Hayes declared April Confederate History Month surrounded by members of the Sons of the Confederate Veterans. That group is based in Tennessee. Shocking. It's comprised of male descendants of Confederate soldiers who view the Civil War as the second American Revolution. Now, now look, look, look. Be proud of where you're from. Second American right is probably the worst thing to ever happen in this country. I'll say it was the worst thing to ever happen in this country, but those men fought for what they believed in. Uh, the group claims to be anti-racist and non-political, but does not admit the Civil War was fought over the South's attempt to preserve slavery because it wasn't. Livingston joins Mississippi in celebrating April as Confederate History Month as the governor of Mississippi, Tate Reeves, said he wanted to keep the tradition going. By the way, this mayor is black. I need to get an explosion sound effect to where I can say afterward, goes the dynamite. <laughs> oh, boy, that's going to piss some people off. That right there, this proclamation is going to piss some people off, and it couldn't happen to a better group of folks in Tennessee. I, 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 that's all I got to say about that. That shit's just funny. Oh, man. Hey, congratulations uh, if you go to UCLA. Maybe you know somebody that goes to UCLA. Maybe your kids are going to go to UCLA. Well, UCLA is now offering minstrel, minstrel. God, I hate that word. Blech. UCLA is now offering minstrel products in all of its restrooms on campus. And by all, I mean all, including... The men's room. One student of microbiology, immunology, and molecular genetics said, uh, individuals who not, do not identify as female can also menstruate and need access to these products in their respective bathrooms. Why do, why, why do I need free tampons? I, 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 uh, ladies, 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 this is why I, I look at you and, and you know, I, I don't think that women are the fairer sex. I think women are the tougher sex. You've got to put up with so much bullshit from us. By the way, we aren't going to change. Man bonds. Um, I have never once just out of the blue started bleeding. Except out of my nose, but that was due to high blood pressure. Take the nose out of it. Where, where, where do men menstruate? Doug says in case we have diarrhea. They did that at my school in Washington, too. Uh, why do guys need tampons in their bathrooms? I, I'm asking. I, I'm, I'm not trying to judge. Let's see. Oh, let's see something here, shall we? 
Hold on a second here. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got a phone number for the wellness center. So here we go. Star six seven. Thank you for calling the Ash Student Health and Wellness Center. If this is an emergency, please yeah, hang up and dial 911. To reach the Ash Center COVID hotline, please mm -hmm. dial 310-206-6217 no. or press 9 now. For all other Ash Center-related inquiries, please listen to the following options. Okay. Please choose one of the following options. I will. For appointments press 1. No. To receive medical advice from a registered nurse, press 2. For Bruin Health Pharmacy, press 3. For student health insurance, press 4. We're going to talk to the All nurse. registered UCLA students can access our 24/7 nurse line for advice and information from a registered nurse. Please press 1 to be connected to the nurse line now. One moment, please. Thank you for calling the UCLA Ash Center. If this is a life-threatening emergency, no please shit. hang up and dial 911. No shit. If you're seeking the assistance of a UCLA Ash Center representative, mm -hmm. please hold for the next available agent. Oh, I will. Here we go. Hello, thank you for calling the UCLA Ash Center After Hours Nurse Line. My name is Dale, a care coordinator. How can I help you? I, I have a simple question. I, I'm reading a story right now, and I thought I'd call you and ask this question. Uh, I, I see that your campus okay. now will have uh, menstrual products for men in all bathrooms now. Uh, how do men menstruate? Well, um, this is a legit I question. Really, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying give, to be a jerk to you. I just want to know, how do men menstruate? Uh, well, I'll tell you, sir, I'm, uh, I'm, not, on, I'm not on the campus. I'm, uh, probably the, the phone line that you, you called was, uh, was tied up, and so it came to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I would recommend uh, trying the number back uh, after a little bit of time and you can hopefully get somebody on the campus who can give you an answer to that. Okay. Uh, did you call 310-825-4073? Yes, sir, I did. Okay. All I right. did. Yeah, just give it a little bit of time and, uh, and try it again, and uh, you might be able to get an answer to that. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it. and I, I, I'm, I, Like I said, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just... I, 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 I'm 50 years old, and I've never heard of this before, but thank you for your time. Okay. Well. <laughs> Ask that idiot. <laughs> Look, I can't fuck with the guy. I think he was just an operator. Uh, ask this idiot if he can define what a woman is. Nobody can. I, I've already defined it. Has baby-making parts. That's it. You're born with baby-making parts. You're a woman. You can't be added to. You can't add on baby parts or, like, baby-making parts. 
arrives laughing. He so does not want to answer this because there is no answer. Men do not menstruate. The definition of menstruate I read on the show the other day. I don't recall what it was, but I do recall saying it was specifically for women. The only men to menstruate is the word menstruate. Those students that menstruate that don't identify as woman, they're going to have to access period products. So is this for, for, for a, a she turning into a he? And they still got the lady parts, and so that means they still got Aunt Flo coming to town? Don't we use my bathroom? I need the stall. You don't get the pee-pee in the sit-down stalls. I need that to poo-poo. Has the word men in it, though, confused. He probably agreed with the other rise. He had given you the, the woke answer. Wouldn't that be a trans? I, I don't know what they're called anymore. I, I am done fighting this battle. Men cannot menstruate. The end. They cannot. We don't need tampons. Tampons freak dudes out. Unless you're one of them weird high school kids that dips it in vodka and then puts it in your butt. That, and that, that's criminal. Exit. Good God almighty. Jesus. Excuse me, this bathroom doesn't have any tampons. Yeah, you're in the men's room. Oh, God, I'd probably get kicked out. Of, uh, nope, nope, no, let's take the word probably out of there. I would be kicked out of school for that. Ooh, there's a package at the door. Who could that be from? Ooh, I know that package. Uh, thank you, Hangtown Jen and Hangtown Mike. The package just arrived. Thank you. I'll be getting in here shortly. After I talk about... <laughs> this is so bad. This next, These next two stories are so bad. I mean, you just sit there and go, really? Kyle Reinhardt. He's 53 years old. He said he was iced out and fired for turning down his boss, Kim Sirica. He was talking of a freewheeling drinking and sexual culture at the Guide House firm. His boss, Miss Sirica, allegedly tried to perform oral sex on him after a night of drinking. By the way, she tried to go down on him in front of his girlfriend. <laughs> Ratburger just texted me. That dude clearly understood what you were talking about. His tone seemed like he might agree with the, the issue about man <laughs> menstruating. New listener. Yeah, let's hope. My buddy works at Netflix in Los Gatos. He gave me and my family a tour on Sunday. When nobody was there, I went to the, use the men's bathroom. They had tampons and maxi pads in there. I asked him what the fuck he said that they have to so they don't get sued. I, I hate our country so much. I really do. 
Ah, I see why he would reject the BJ. Yes, yes, his girlfriend. Well, after you see her, you're like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want her either. So she tries to go down on him in public in front of his girlfriend. This guy is a retired Air Force pilot who was making close to $300,000 a year, and now he's been fired because he turned down a blowjob. And you know his girlfriend's like, you dumb motherfucker, you should have just got the blowjob, kept your job. Yeah, sure, I would have broken up with you because you cheated on me, but you'd still have your job. This guy right here was in a no-win situation. Because let me tell you how this goes. Let let, let me just tell you, I, I, I know human nature and I know people. So the boss tries to, like, I guess go down on him in front of his girlfriend. Boy, that was an awkward ride home. Christine is yelling at the window that people are fucking stupid. Yes, yes, they are. Um, I get, I, 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 let me just say it. Ah, guarantee. That ride home is, so, is there something you want to tell me going on with you and your boss? By the way, I'm shaking my head like the woman would be. Oh, by the way, by the way, if this role's reversed, if you're female and the male boss was trying to go down on you like there in front of your boyfriend, this conversation would be happening as well. I'm just telling you, I'm going to be an equal opportunity offender here. Yeah, that's a tough one to explain in your interview. Why were you terminated? Well, my boss tried to suck my cock, and I said no because my girlfriend was standing there. HR person's going to be like, wait a second, you turned down a free blowjob? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you. Thank you for your time. Good God. And he's a veteran? Why do you want to fuck with the veterans? Leave the veterans alone. God. There would have been some boxing had the boss been a dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. How inappropriate is that? I mean, did did she just, like, drop to her knees, like, in the middle of this fucking party? Like, hey, it's go time. Start unzipping him in front of the girlfriend? That's crazy. Crazy, I say. Well, hopefully this guy either sues or gets the entire company in his back pocket. All right, final story today. Oh, this is not good. This is not good at all. Oh, my gosh. I might know somebody who goes to this school or a family of. No way. (sighs) Kevin Welchel, who taught at Klein Collins High School. Notice how I said who used to teach at, at, at this high school. Um, uh, he, he, he's no longer employed by the school district because the district does not, <laughs> does not tolerate such actions as this. The incident in, that we're about to talk about not only made him lose his job, but could see him do some jail time. Because the teacher was fired after a porn video 
he was watching on a school laptop accidentally, quote, quote, ended up on a projector during class. Why is it that a bald, fat DJ slash talk show host has to say this warning out loud? You don't ever watch porn at school. Never! Oh, it accidentally popped up. See, this is what happened. I bet you one of the students saw that he was watching some hoopty doopty going on. And the kid hooked it up to the projector because, you know, they know how to operate all these wango, tango, fango things. And it played as a gag. But you never watch porn at school. I don't know how much more I, 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 I can reiterate that. You can watch porn in your car. You can watch porn at the barber shop. You can watch porn on your phone anywhere you go except school. And definitely not on a school laptop. By the way, who jailbroke that thing? He's watching porn on a computer. Boy, there there are so many levels of dumb to this. I, I, I look at the, have you ever seen pictures when they like strip mine like like areas and there's this vast hole in the ground and you can see all the different layers of the earth coming up? Watching porn at school, that's one of those top layer things that you don't do. Or you could put it all the way at the bottom of you definitely don't do this. It, there you go, Hang Down Jen says, how about you don't watch porn on a work device? Exactly. It's not like you work at a radio station where we all thought every computer there was actually for pornography. You, you watched porn at school as a teacher. On a school device. What can I say more about that? Let's see. Um, let's see. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Or you might be legally retarded. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. Becca. No, no, he's not retarded. <laughs> I work with retards. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much do. And yes... I do know some people that graduated from this high school. Somebody, one of my dearest friends from high school, his kids go to this school, or or they did. Good God! <laughs> Straight fire. God bless you. At least the kids might learn something. No, you can't watch porn at school. I'm about the biggest proponent of pornography that there is outside of their own business. There's two places you don't watch pornography. Three. Three places. Okay? Everywhere else, I'm going to give it to you. Number one, school. Number two, church. And number three, 
a funeral. Those are the three places you cannot watch porn. As much as you might want to watch porn during a funeral, it's bad etiquette. I mean, damn. Well, getting married. Well, that's usually in a church. That, that, that's not bad, straight fire, but yet, like, like, if you were to elope, yeah, you can't watch it during the ceremony. That, that, that's not bad. Airplane porn all good then? Absolutely. Headphones. Headphones, and you got to kind of, you, you got to turn the computer a little bit. But I, I'll let you watch pornography on an airplane. I'll let you watch pornography in a grocery store. You know what? There's a fifth place. Fifth place. Fifth place, a toy store. That might get you in trouble. You know, you're around a lot of kids. Yep, that that's not good. Delivering a baby. I think porn would be okay there. I think watching porn, because she's not paying attention to you. She's yelling at you, talking about how she's never going to have sex with you again. And sex is what got you in there. So I would say that... That one kind of washes itself out. You're not going to get in too much trouble for watching porn in a delivery room like you would at a church or a, at a school, maybe. In the doctor's office, fine. Once again, let's show a little bit of etiquette, though, and, and take the sound down. Watch porn in there. I'm trying to think if there's any place else. Let's see, we got we got funeral. A funeral, really? Well, you'll learn something new every day. No porn while burying pops. Well, yeah, that's just, you know what, that's just my, one of my main rules. So there you go. Oh, all right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow is Friday. Woo! We made it to Friday, everybody. It's fantastic. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, y'all have a fantastic Thursday, and we will talk to you in the morning. Until then, adios, everybody. It started way back in third grade I used to sit beside him in New Hayes A pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail She kissed me on the school bus But told me not to tell Next day I chased around the playground Across the monkey bars to the merry-go-round And Amy Lou got caught passing me a note before the teacher took it, I read what she wrote. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well, then don't be afraid to take me by the hand. If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Jack, yes or no? Still like to 
kids with stars in our eyes Ain't much changed, I still chase to be loose Up and down the hall, around the bed in our room Last night I took her out in a white limousine Twenty years together she still gets to me Can't believe it's been that long ago When we got started with just a little is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And that's who traveled 17,000 miles on his vice president. I don't know that for a fact. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.